0: listener, first-time caller. Really enjoy the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and speaking of the show, welcome to another <laughs> episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today...
2: Big Urn's here. Big Urn's here. Oh, shit. Did I do that twice? <laughs> yeah, like like,
3: like <laughs> oh, your <posts>? Yeah. Whoops.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like well, it's not easy being adorable, but... Someone who doesn't know what that's like. <laughs> to Father my right.
0: T- Father time is fucking with your memory, huh? Alzheimer's.
2: <laughs> so.
0: I'm Chris and I came once. Howard, <laughs> here. What? And so did your dad. I'm only here once. I don't fucking know.
1: I don't want to think about his dad. At, his dad's jizz, no thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> jizz. You know, I like how you said it. Like it's uh, something we've already reviewed. Yeah. <laughs> No thanks. Not that
2: jizz again. No. 2.75, a little below average. average. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Trending today, dadges. <laughs> is it dad jizz.
0: Dad
1: There it is. First point of the day already. And we're only, uh,
2: how far are we in now? We've almost made it through 25. the introductions.
4: We've only just begun. God, I <laughs> oh shit! And that is um, <laughs> guest number two, Ben Revere. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing swell. You're not sitting where you usually sit. I no. am not sitting where I usually sit. And I do want to say I'm so glad that this show started with completely incoherent, out of context gibberish. We're gonna have fun today. Yes. Uh, <laughs> We're starting with the last call today. Uh, yeah. Oh, aha. <laughs> right. No, we're not. Gotta love it. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to, because this is, a, so nobody else wore green. Uh, bullshit. Oh, some people did wear Podcast green. Maybe, books. I don't know if I was supposed to tease it real soon, but I hear this is like the St. Patrick's Day show. It is the St. Oh, Patrick's Day
1: oh, show, sure. and I completely forgot to wear my green shirt. It's still upstairs on my dresser. <laughs>
0: That's all right. You've got green cords. Yes, I do. Yeah, oh, yeah, look at that. Right out
1: of my microphone. Yeah, so Ben Revere is fresh off his other podcast with the Gorgatron guys called Audio Combat.
4: Yeah, I was a guest on that show. That was a lot of fun. It was just... it it, And... Probably anybody who... Does anyone actually follow me? If they do, they need to get a life. Um, Because it was just... It was so much fun. We talked about Gorgatron and how it was my first and only death metal experience. Uh, But then we ended up talking about like Futurama for a few minutes, and it it all gravitated and circled back to tuna fish sandwiches. So uh, if anybody's looking for a bizarre way to waste an hour, check out uh, Gorgatron's Audio Combat podcast... And uh, yeah, I it's fun stuff. I believe it's episode two. Yeah, it just got dropped last week. I think. Yep.
0: Oh, they just started on the game, huh? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, nice. they're fairly new in it. Uh, they've got a f- couple episodes out there, and uh, <clears throat> it, it, it yeah, it's just people talking about stuff, and ah. and Cowboy Carl hosting. Oh man, he's such a delight. He's he, honestly, he just it's his dimples. <laughs> he's, a, he's an
2: attractive man. There's so
4: many it, it really
2: comes through on the podcast, you can just visually see them.
4: Absolutely. Right and I really, really hope that Carl is so thrilled that I spent all of my introduction plugging his shit. So I'm happy to be here.
0: <laughs> plugging
4: his shit like Aleister Crowley. Oh. <laughs> Last podcast on the left. Another
1: plug today. All right. <laughs> Speaking of plugs, Tucker. <laughs> Let's do the,
3: families, <laughs> doing the family plug.
2: I'm <laughs> not sure how that works Speaking in there,
3: but. Plugs. I'm here to represent the Grimley family name. Uh, <sighs> proud to be here. Thanks for having me. Nephew Tucker. Yep. So he's back for, for another
1: exciting episode of our St. Patrick's Day. I think this is our first real delve into the actual man and the holiday itself.
0: I don't fucking remember the last one, <clears throat> nor did I research it back. So that's my bad. I did some research I did I
1: must have watched four different documentaries and, but did you honestly, listen,
0: did you listen to our old podcast
1: no yeah
0: why right because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I don't know I, didn't, I guess I didn't think about it I was going to just because I love the sound of my voice but no I didn't do it <laughs> I should have <laughs>
4: <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's this one yeah. Well you said you were having trouble with your sounders, so I was gonna try and just, yeah. just be be like your sound guy. Like this is a nineteen twenties radio show. Just <laughs> it's windy.
2: You, sir, yeah. are no Amy Klein.
4: <laughs> who
1: yeah, brings
2: she's, her own noisemakers.
1: Yes, that was great. She brought a pig <laughs> and a chicken
0: and, and a, a fart machine thing.
4: You had somebody that did sound effects here when they did the show? Yeah. No kidding. She was I, a delight. I, I got to up my game. Yeah. Starting new. Oh, boy. <laughs> so what do you guys know about St. Patrick's Day? It's a great day to get drunk.
2: Um, <laughs> Something about he was driving the, the snakes out of Ireland. He was the patron saint of whiskey. Uh, I thought that was Jameson. St. Jameson. St. Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the guy that it, his one barrel of whiskey fell into the ocean and he jumped in after it and...
4: No, that's Jameson. Yeah, James, the, the head distiller. Yes, I don't know that he was ever canonized, though. It's I don't a, know if a he's stupid a saint. Commer- it's a cr- stupid commercial on TV. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. no,
2: but the the snakes out of Ireland, um, <laughs> St. Patrick's Day parades, uh, green beer in there somewhere. I fucking hate that shit. I just thought as
0: I do green beer. Fuck off
4: anyway that's my piece I I just thought of something as we're talking about St. Patrick and driving the snakes out of Ireland like they should come out with a movie with Samuel L. Jackson ah. as, as St. Patrick is like get these motherfucking snakes out of motherfucking Ireland off this motherfucking Ireland yeah that would
2: be so badass <laughs> Say hiss one more time, motherfucker! <laughs>
4: <laughs> now let's get a pint. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. Ooh, that's two for me.
4: Ernie, a big lead.
2: Damn.
1: <laughs> well, there's, let's start with the guy himself.
3: What do you guys? What do you, what do you know about Saint Patrick himself? Um, he
0: was British.
3: Yes, that is true. He's actually British. He's born in Bantham and. Three eighty five, three eighty six. So you just something. know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's common knowledge. <laughs> you know?
4: Is that what they teach you in school nowadays? Wow, it's not even like he's got a piece of paper in front of him.
3: <laughs> well, if he did, you'd think he would have read it better.
4: <laughs> I
3: went to more Ed. I mean, a, considered Harvard by uh, Harvard of the North by some, but uh, reading's not my strong suit. So.
2: <laughs> Mine either, because I like pictures.
3: All right. Well, let me handle the yeah. reading part. How about that? Uh, I've actually did a lot of.
1: Uh, I actually watched many, many hours of documentaries on this. Amazingly enough, most of them are on Amazon Prime. So congratulations to them for having some historical content.
0: I feel like you just went to Amazon Prime. No, I like, internet searched
1: got? all their documentaries and that thought I could find them all on was Amazon Prime. And there was like other 10, 15 minute documentaries that I watched on YouTube. That was you know a quick, easy to consume.
2: And Chris wouldn't even listen to one freaking episode that we did a year ago. Nope. Yeah. All right. Well, well I, didn't, I didn't either. either. <laughs> <laughs> so, who fucking cares at this point? All right. Well, here it is.
1: Uh, his birth and death are actually highly contested. There's half of the half people think that he was born in 385 or 386 CE, which is basically AD, but it's common era. We went over that up ep- in that our first episode. Um, the hymn of Ninkasi and what what beer actually came from. And yes, it was in Bantham, supposedly, in Britain. Uh, but other texts claim it to be like like 413. So like 30 years later is when he was born in some aspects. But I think from the other stuff that I've read, I am going to go with the 413 born date uh, for the remainder of this episode. Now, he was born to actually a Roman deacon from... Uh, the British Roman Catholic eras when the Roman Catholics were coming up from Europe and expanding their empire. They all got all the way to Britain, through Britain, the whole island. And above them, of course, is the island of Scotland. They didn't get across there and were wasn't able to dominate there or Ireland. But because of wars in other areas of Europe, they had to start pulling back from, you know, Britain and stuff. So as these soldiers were leaving, they were leaving all these, these families that were protected by the soldiers unguarded. And of course, Irish pirates raid, they made raids all the time to replenish their supplies and take slaves. So that's what happened when Patrick was uh, 16. He uh, was captured by Irish pirates and brought back to Ireland. Some say to the Dal Riata in Ireland. I don't know how to pronounce these. I'm going to butcher this shit too. But that's supposedly where he was brought That's through. mostly
0: why I'm here.
2: Yeah. yeah. At least you're consistent.
1: <laughs> so he, yeah, he was sold uh, and he had to guard his master's flock at some say Mount, this is even contested too. Mount Slemish is highly regarded as a place in County Antrim in Ireland. But there's also texts that say that the, he was done in County Mayo near Clala. And that's contested. I don't know why, but it is. But all the documentaries I, I saw mentioned Mount Slemish. During this, he was enslaved for six years as a shepherd to watch this guy's flock of sheep, basically alone on, his mo- on this mountain, and had to make sure none of them were ate or had, uh, were not killing themselves or hurting themselves. Um, during that time, he really started to pray a lot. Uh, he was getting into religion and, and the holy experience, and I guess praying a lot, like many, many times a day got him through it. Uh, and eventually he saw a vision of God after about 6 years and told him that oh here's a ship you can leave now and go to your ship or whatever so he took off and escaped from go ahead ernie what
2: well i was i was just going to say let's be honest this guy was doing shrooms right
4: <laughs> no idea okay. i would <laughs> you out there with, uh, you know, well, out there with a
2: bunch of sheep all by yourself let for me six tell years. You,
4: let me tell you, Ernie, six years of slavery does a lot to you, and you need something to take the edge off at night, and if it makes you see funny dots and pink elephants and other shites,
0: mm, it's pretty good.
4: I agree with him. Uh, that was my yeah. best impression of St. Patrick. <laughs> That's what I think he sounded like, just like, oh, sure, no, you'll be fine as soon as they dunk in the water. But he was British. I
2: was going to say, wouldn't he have a British accent, actually?
4: Yes. Or some sort of combination. Well, he wanted to be Irish, I think, maybe. That was (laughs) it. I I don't know.
2: Once once they took him captive,
0: he was like, ah, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Now my true accent (laughs) can come out. I've always belonged here. (laughs) No. Somebody would just take me out of Britain, so well, I could watch some. Well, he said he was hanging sheep. out with
4: pirates. weren't a lot of pirates, Irish guys. No, the pirates
0: raided their castle in oh. the, the area that they
4: came from. Oh, I missed that part. Your
0: comprehension levels are low, there, bud.
4: Well, that's what <laughs> happens on this show. I get drunk.
0: That happens. Continue yeah. on Knox All with right, a so tell me more, tell me more. So
1: uh, I guess he apparently walked like 200 miles to eventually find where this ship would be that would actually take him to back home to Britain.
2: And he would walk
4: 200, 200 miles, miles and he would, would walk 200, 200 more. 200 the, the are Scottish. Oh, that's right. It's uh, right? Oh, shite. William Wallace. Just so you know. Ernie, we don't fuck that one up again. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> well, <it> was- <laughs>
4: It, we were right there, though. We were. We were. <laughs> that was, was awesome. It was a anyway. beautiful moment.
1: So there, so, <laughs> so uh, there's some documents that state he landed somewhere near Exmoor in Britain. Uh, so kind of shipwrecked. And after wandering for 28 days, he finally makes it back to his parents, where he almost immediately has a vision of the people of Ireland calling to him to save them, uh, to convert them to Christianity. So he decides then that he must go back and become the Bishop of Ireland to convert anyone to everyone to Christianity. So, uh, actually, after he made it home, he was ordained a bishop in 432 CE, and after he studied in the priesthood at Auxerre, France, was sent to Ireland in the late 450s, probably in around the year 456, to fulfill his self-made promise to return and convert the Irish people. So he and his 12 companions arrive at County Down or like Dunham and performed many baptisms while also being gifted a barn by a leader to make his first church in 432 CE or 456, sorry. It's said that he often combined some of the nature inspired pagan symbols like with Christian symbols. So like the Celtic cross being one of them, because was a mixture of engravings of like sun worshiping symbology on one side and like Christian symbology on the other. Uh, also, like the shamrock, right? That that's a big thing. That's a, that's
4: tied to the Trinity.
1: Yeah, the Holy Trinity—the Father, yeah. the Son, and the Holy Ghost—and because of it, its very nature, inspired and green, that was one of the biggest things that Saint Patrick saw could be a visual representation of the Holy Trinity. And it was easy to convert the the pagans and the Druids to Christianity by being able to have similar facsimiles
5: Right. To or their die. religion.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he was all by himself. He was. <laughs> He actually bribed a lot. He uh, was able to somehow f- get a bunch of cattle and then basically give them as gifts. So that when he would go to other people's kingdoms, he wouldn't get murdered right away. He just here's a gift. He'll hear me out.
0: <laughs> Don't kill me. I brought you a cow. It's, yeah. Gotcha.
4: <laughs> kill the cow. Step right up and get a free cow. <laughs> yeah. So one, what one see. side of the cross. I just turned him into an Irish carnival barker. Just yeah. like step right up, step right up. Convert and just and <laughs> get Ring this cow. If I can't guess your age or your weight, you get the cow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh. Guess the weight, yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh, boy. Man, if my dad ever hears this, he's like, that's not what you learned in Sunday school. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how I raised you. Sorry, pops.
1: So while uh, St. Patrick was out on one of his pilgrimages to one of these kingdoms to convert to that kingdom, whenever his home church was uh, attacked by a pirate... Right, Dread
0: Pirate Roberts, Dread I pirate Roberts. Uh, a pirate
1: <laughs> by the name of Caroticus in Scotland, God, eventually I, attacked Patrick's church. I hate it when that happens. Yep, uh, he killed many men, and and carried many people back to Scotland with with the soldiers uh, as slaves. So Patrick wrote a letter to the Roman Catholic Church that they this man had kidnapped and his newly baptized Christians that he made. They weren't just regular, you know
0: run-of-the-mill Christians? (laughs) (laughs) I guess, uh, I I don't know. People that weren't
1: into his religion, I guess. They
4: were that fringe group, but I want to know I'm not sure how to put that. I want to know how that letter went like when he's writing it because you said he wrote it to the Vatican, right?
1: Yeah, I believe so,
4: yes. Did it just start Dear Pope, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like excommunicate this person or whatever and cut them off you know the whole island off from or anybody under his command off from any traitor or anything like that. I think that's what excommunication was back in the day besides, hey, you're not part of the church anymore. So yeah. are you threatened with that? nothing I don't nothing is ever for sure what happened, but a lot of people like to think that the guy let all the, all the men and women, well, and, and the children go
4: or whatever. But to my understanding, highly isn't, doubtful. isn't that where the whole snake thing ties in? Like it it was like the snakes were the non-believers or something? I don't know. I might have that wrong.
1: Well, that was supposedly when he first came back and set his very first foot on the beach on the whole land of Ireland from, from Britain after he, he uh, had all of his training in France. It's when he first laid foot on the beach in Ireland. He put his bishop's staff down and when that staff struck the ground it rendered the the soil uh absolutely intolerable to all snakes and snakes and reptiles whatsoever so. and
4: and it also turned out to be intolerable for potatoes as well which yeah. is a fun fact that's
0: just you know what seed <laughs> i went a too. i was i had a lot of fucking big dick energy at the time <laughs> <A lot> of- <laughs> and uh BAM! Boop! Potato's gone too! <laughs> that was but now the snakes are gone. That was an unintended coincidence.
2: I mean I mean he wiped
1: out he wiped out all existence of snakes or
0: reptiles ever
4: in that island all of a sudden. Right? Yeah.
2: Even no off the fossil, fossil record yeah. and everything.
4: Would have been nice to have a big potato pat. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. You know, you never let me live this down. That's just, <laughs> that, that just- I smell a sitcom here. Just St. Just Patrick's Harpy Wife. Just going around, yeah. just like, boy, you know, the kids would love some French fries right about now.
0: God damn it, woman. It's like the honeymooners now. That's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Ayanna? Gotta... I'll put a staff in your.
2: <laughs> to the gods, Alice. <laughs> All right. Your mother's a heathen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, getting back to St. Patrick. All right, so Patrick died on March 17th, which is the reason for the holiday being on uh, 17th, although sometimes the holiday can't be on March 17th because of other Christian things that are going on, like Easter or Lent or some shit going on at the time. I, who knows? But
2: <laughs> Who knows, not us. Yeah, I mean, I looked it up, I, and, it, and uh, I... Priorities, Lent right? is Priorities. Usual,
4: Lent is usually one of the biggest ones, and I actually remember... One year that uh, St. Patrick's Day fell on a Friday, March 17th fell on a Friday, and I had to confirm this with my little Scotch-Irish grandmother, and she said the Pope said it was okay for us to eat corned beef that day. So I did.
1: And it's also uh, well known that while on Lent, the only day that you can drink in Celtic Catholic is on St. Patrick's
4: Day. So you are allowed to drink on the I day. hear different things. I hear some people say on Sundays it doesn't count either. I don't know. There's a lot of loopholes in Catholicism. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? But nobody will tell you those. I mean, you know.
1: So, yeah, he either died in 461 CE, which is when I was talking about when he, if he was born in 385 or 386 CE, that would be his death, or 493, which is the later version that I'm going with. He was legendary in how he was able to convert so many Druids and Celtic people to Christianity, and those legends, of course, grew over time. Uh, like you said, when we when he landed in Ireland after he studied the priesthood, he with the bishop's staff, we talked about that. Uh, there's also another legend too, where uh, shortly after he landed there, uh, he he went. This king, this high king, King Lurie of this hill Tara, was to be able to uh, be the first person to light the first fire of the spring feast. But Patrick started his on neighboring hill of Slain to joy his Easter feast, which uh, coincided with. The spring feast so he disregarded that and hit that guy's army came to attack him and and capture him and or kill him uh to make an example of you don't ever start your flame before the person who's supposed to start their flame starts their flame kind of bullshit right uh, flame but,
2: envy yeah, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> how dare you start your flame before me motherfucker
2: and it's bigger too yeah
1: so uh, the, the legend has it is that uh, Patrick and his his followers turned into deer and was able to slip by the uh, oncoming army by shape-shifting into deer.
4: More shrooms. Basically. More shrooms, yes. yes. That's me lucky charms. We're they're magically, we're magically we're delicious. Deer.
1: There's also a rumor that when they, when they on his way to Britain from Ireland after escaping, uh, he, he, the ship was shipwrecked. And uh, apparently they were stuck and they couldn't find food. So uh, the sailors were, hey, you, you have this new god. Why don't you tell him to feed us? And then he prayed to the god and all of a sudden a herd of pigs showed up and...
0: Killed themselves. And apparently now he's... Over a fire. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so now apparently he's the, the patron saint of French fishermen. So Aha.
2: Uh-huh. Interesting.
1: And that's St. Patrick in a... Smoosh down as much as I possibly could because I could have added so much shit to this, but and gone on so many rabbit holes. But
0: hey, I thought God. I thought you did a bang up job there, kid.
1: Well, thank you, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate
2: <laughs> it. I agree.
0: So, how about we
1: get onto some fucking beers, shall we? <sighs> Woo! All right. So, what order do you want to do these in? Left to right. So, you want to do the Boulevard? Sure. All right. I just Boulevard Brewing Company Irish Ale, the Irish Red Ale. So, today's episode is going to be. Three beers, three Irish beers, and four Irish whiskeys. It's
4: been a while since Ernie's opened a beer, I think. Yeah. Did that one get shook up on you there, bud? Musta. Yeah. But I want to premise this by also
1: saying that before we opened up and started this episode, uh, we did eat pretty well. I made some uh, corned beef and cabbage and mashed potatoes and...
4: Some Irish stew
2: as
1: Ernie well. Ernie made some Irish stew.
2: Yes, I made the Irish stew with the uh, Guinness
4: foreign extra stout. Yum-yums. I just love Irish cuisine so much because the whole basis is just, just throw it all in a pot and let it boil for a week. (laughs) Pretty much. That's it. If it's
0: soft enough to chew with your soft teeth.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's all all from that lack of potatoes.
1: Yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right, now let's get back to this Boulevard Irish (laughs) Ale. (laughs) So Irish Ale, Boulevard's early spring seasonal beer, is our Midwestern tribute to the legendary red ales of Old Ireland. Our recipe combines six kinds of pale and roasted barley malts to provide a rich, toasty flavor and tawny reddish hue. It's a 5.8% ABV. It's got 30 IBUs and uh, EBC color is 51.5. I don't know what that means, I guess. Tasting notes, aroma is toasted, biscuity malt, slightly spicy, floral hops. The malt is prominent toasted malt, subtle roast. Hops are moderate spicy, floral flavor, low to medium bitterness, medium body. Abdi, abdi, abdi. That's all, folks.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, cue us. Right on. <laughs> Why are we here? I'm gonna agree mostly with what you said. Yeah, I get that uh, toasty, biscuity, maltiness. I wouldn't have said biscuit until you read it, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's not like
0: biscuit. (laughs) I was like, where that's coming from?
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ernie's a ventriloquist, (laughs) and he didn't even know it. Anyway, no, I, And I like the way that they describe like a, a biscuity sort of yeah. thing because, you know, the, the, like biscuits we think in the in the U.S. is like biscuits and gravy. It's, that's not the kind of biscuit we're talking here. It's like a tea biscuit, you know, that's kind of like more like a cookie.
0: Yeah, cookie, cracker. Yeah, a
4: crack. cookie cracker. Biscotti.
0: No, you're a cracker. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey. getting raced to the white people
4: and that's how Chris got cancelled <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the, uh, you do get a little light hoppiness and it almost adds like a it makes it like I don't know
4: like a tanginess to it there is a little bit I, I could agree with that I, think I like I the color some, on these uh, get
3: oh, yeah, a little bit of nice. that spice too that you're talking about okay
4: and just out of nowhere I just stuck my nose in and I got a little bit of like a caramely or caram- caramel, however you want to pronounce it. I like caramel. Uh, but I'll get a little bit of that. Ernie's writing a lot, yeah. and we haven't even put down numbers yet. Oh, that's, he's preparing. Oh, he's preparing.
0: His, number, his numbers are almost down. Oh, I yeah, see. am just writing down numbers. You're notes.
4: booting up the calculator. That's what you're doing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> booting it up.
0: Well, anyone Putting else? The crank in it. What else? What else you got to say? Nobody? Nothing? Nothing? Numbers? All right.
4: Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's very simple. It's nothing crazy, but it's it, it definitely is what it says it is. Like it it tastes like an Irish ale. Um, it's it's not too heavy because that's the thing. I I do enjoy stouts, but it's like I I was in an Irish folk band for about like five years, and man, I drank a lot of Guinness during that time. I
0: like me Guinness. Play I do enjoy Guinness.
4: But like when you're doing a festival down in Sioux Falls and it's the middle of August and not only are you getting paid to just play and do that bit, they also are like, oh yeah, you got to help us kill this keg of, G- of Guinness like after the show. Yeah, it's that like sounds just,
0: fucking wonderful.
4: Uh, it sounds wonderful, but <laughs> you are heavy afterwards. Like it's, it's hard to walk. Like <laughs> I, I swear I did a number on a park bench. I left an indent in, in, in a picnic table bench somewhere in sioux falls in a park sioux uh, falls Sioux uh, yeah. falls <laughs> but this is uh this is light <laughs> you know this is the point i was trying to make you know compared to like a heavy thing like a guinness so this is i could see this this is a good like going out for saint patrick's day beer you know i i think i could lift a couple of these Do you want to and- put a number on it I'll put a number on it. Uh, What's the rating on beers again? Remind me. Zero through six. Zero through six. Okay. With quarters. With quarters. New and improved. Um, I'm going to give it uh, three and a half. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a.
2: I am going to give it a four. Still
4: haven't decided. Chris, I'll do a four. I'm sorry. What was that? You heard me.
0: <laughs> three, three, seven, five.
3: Six is good, right? Six is six is the best. really good. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll go six with six is four.
0: perfection. Yeah. What'd so that say? would he did uh, four. 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 Okay. So that would mean three is rate right mediocre. For those who can't math alone.
1: <laughs> is that? We've had some instances on here where we wonder.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> Chris, I think that should be your next new side project. For those who can't math alone with Chris Chelsea.
2: Yeah, All right. <laughs> is, uh, I, where's where Boulevard made out of? Is that Minnesota? That's not Minnesota.
4: Is it? Uh, let's
2: see. Kansas City, Missouri.
4: Oh, Missouri. Right. Mm-hmm. Missouri. Missouri. As the Irish like to call it. Yes, that's <laughs> how they refer to it. Oh, are you heading down to Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just change their voice yeah. halfway through. Well, it's like any any
0: reporter if they say anything in Spa- you know Spanish name. <laughs> yes. So there's going to be some winds down by the Santa Ana.
4: <laughs> and look <laughs> out no, for kind of
0: that running. El Niño. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, bigger. Sorry.
2: So the average for Boulevard's uh, Irish Ale is 3.8125. It's a good beer. <laughs> it's
4: a good beer. <laughs> it's
3: a good number. No,
4: I think it's a good... What did you, I thought? I thought it went well with the corned beef that, you know... Heck yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's mm. next?
1: All right, this next one is by Swing Barrel. It's their...
0: Swing Barrel, Swing Barrel. Rustica Red,
1: Correct. Correct. Okay, so this was an actual collaboration beer release and community care. So Rustica and Swing Barrel have been secretly collaborating to develop the perfect beer to complement Rustica's European-influenced American comfort food. And we've decided to release it on Saturday, November 28th on Small Business Saturday. So introducing Rustica Red Irish Red Ale. Rustica Red is an easy-drinking malt-forward Irish red ale with a crisp, dry finish. It's the perfect beer to have alongside those stick-to-your-bones meals. This beer always complements the food and never overpowers it. What about the community care part? On Small Business Saturday, Swing Barrel Brewing Company and Rustica Eatery and Tavern will be donating to the Great uh, Plains Food Bank.
4: You know that's over, right? Yes. I was just going to say. But, but
1: you know, when this came out, they were doing some good
4: stuff. Yes. Uh, They did some good things. can tell because it says, Happy Thanksgiving at the end of it. Yes. Uh, Yeah. But uh, I think it should be noted that. You know, there's one every year, though. Oh, so there's there's another one
2: coming up. I thought we were
4: in a leap year, though. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Uh, But no, I just thought I'd mention that uh, Rustica and uh, Swing Barrel, they're local from uh, Moorhead, Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Word, y'all? Yes. Word. Yes. Word, y'all. And just taking a first sip here, they're doing some very interesting things.
2: Again, the color. Did we get an ABV on this one? This one a little five point two five. This one I feel is quite a bit darker. Yes, yeah, it is a little bit of darker that amber copper.
3: Are you guys getting red. much on the nose? I'm not. I I'm don't not get much.
2: much on the aroma on this. It I had was a good combination to. though. I had good head on it. But I, I, yeah, I don't get much off the nose. Very.
0: Light. I do get some maltiness. You know,
4: if there's anything I get, it's maltiness. Yeah.
0: You know, maybe. Yeah, that dark
2: roast a little bit, but it's very faint. You know, swishing it around, trying to get the aroma out of it, it has appeared like it was maybe a little lighter as far as body-wise than the the Boulevard, but it's actually pretty thick. It's thicker yeah. than I thought it was going to be.
4: I, I agree. Body-wise. Uh, I, it doesn't look like it would be, but just when it's going down, it's got a little heft to it.
0: Yeah, I like this, and I, uh, I like how they talked about it, too, that... It's good for uh, meals that you know stick to your bones because this does feel stickier. It feels. Oh right, wasn't it the whole comfort you, food thing yeah, that they were tying it, to it? When you drink it, you feel more comfortable because it, it it it's taking up some fucking space in you. You know, um, it's not overly heavy. You know, but I don't know. It feels better. It's not as thin feeling in my mouth or
2: as you drink it. Anyway, that's my twelve cents. I don't get as much sweet maltiness off of this as the Boulevard. It's more, it's less sweet. Still malty, still thick, um, but um, still I has get... that
4: w- little bit of tanginess to it too. I think that I don't get as much of the tanginess right. on this one. It, it's much more subtle. Right.
1: Let me just chime in here real quick. Uh, according to VinePair.com, uh, the name says it all: an American style of beer, Ailer Lager. That's mailed with a proportion of caramel and specialty malts that nudges beer color to the ruddier, redder end of the beer rainbow. The color should clue you into the flavor. American ambers, lagers, or ales feature more emphasis on malt with anything on the toasty to fruity to caramely fair game. But since Americans love hops, you can also expect some impact there, certainly more so than in an Irish red.
2: So I uh, poured another glass to revisit it. And I, upon pouring it the second time, I get a little bit more of that kind of almost breadiness.
4: I wonder if it's something you just kind of have to let sit. You know, like you're saying, swish it around or... Like with stout, you
1: know, let it warm up a little bit? Or? Yeah.
4: I okay. wonder if that's something that, you know, instead of just like, well, let's just slam her back. Uh, You know, just let it breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like... like- well, yeah, I
1: think that would be a good idea because Irish Red ales are all about the malt content, like what what all you're putting in the mash. I mean, hops are just basically there to give it its bitterness so it's not so, not so sweet. Usually that toast, caramel, buttery toffee kind of flavor. I love these styles of beers, honestly. Who wants it's to start? T- it's kind of
2: in the same uh, area as like an Oktoberfest. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's getting towards that kind of bready, malty, sweet maltiness that I love.
0: Keely likes these Irish red, reds too. She's more she doesn't drink a lot of beer. If she does, it's just something real quick, easy drinker like a Coors or a PBR. But if if uh, if she ever tries and gets out of her comfort zone, she tends to like these ones. Like she liked this uh, Ribbon Man. Ribbon yeah, Man, yeah, Ribbon Man.
1: Those are our sidecars today. So we'll also be including that into our final discussion about Irish Red reds today. But we've already had it on
0: podcast. Should we number Maybe. this one, then? Let's, number this, you know, one. let's yes. number this one, I like this one a little bit more than The Boulevard. I'll start it out. I don't care.
4: Sweet,
3: go ahead. I'm going to do a four. All right, Tucker? I'll do a four and a half.
4: Big Ben? I think it's worth a four. Medium Ernie. <laughs> Wait, does that mean he can, like, read minds and shit?
2: (laughs) Right? I'm I'm going to... I think the more you have of this one, the more I liked it. So I'm going to give it a four and a quarter, 425. So the average for swing barrels, uh, Rustica uh, Red is 4.1875. On a motherfucking car. (laughs) All
0: right, all right. Did you not say 187? There
1: you go, my friend. That was a good one. All right, so, so this that, this, uh, this next one, right?
0: Right, is th- the what? What is it? Smithwick's.
2: Smith- w- Smith- yeah, no, not Smithwick's. No. Smith Smithwick. Smith- no, not is Smithwick's. Says
0: on the bottle. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying it the same as you guys are, Smithwick's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this is
1: pronounced Smithicks. Uh, the W and the H are kind of silent in on this
4: one. Yeah, French. Double click. I've been in many Irish bars around St. Paul. And seriously, I I told you guys this before we went on that if you pronounced it that way, like, could I throw, get a Smith way? They'll
2: throw a leprechaun at you.
4: No, you just <laughs> won't get served. They'll just walk away from you. And then, you know, you have to, you know, ask them for a Smittix. And yeah. Then, yeah, see, but yeah. I. It's I okay. Not everybody knows. Right.
2: I, I, I bet most people don't. And that's why you I, know. That's why I purposely said it that way, because even though I. Purposely said it that way before the or before we started recording. I didn't know that. Well, there you I go. I mean, Knox had actually let us know here a few days ago, but I looked back and I was oh shit. Now I remember reading that.
1: I mean, the second time you've had to look back recently, yeah. and...
2: right. <laughs> 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 Again, I like doing things twice just in case.
4: All right, that was like the the old Irish woman who took birth co- two birth control pills to be sure, to be sure.
3: <laughs> Is that a well-known story? It, I don't know. No, that, like was just some, that, it. Just,
4: that was just some joke my dad would tell me when he when he would get drunk, and uh, it's still not funny. I like at it. all. I, I don't like know. It. But uh, Smittix if I'm not mistaken, are they're tied to Guinness? Are they not? I thought they were. Uh, I'm not I, sure. I uh, I could be wrong. I I thought at one point in time I that that was the case.
1: <clears throat> I could check that out while you guys are talking about it. But if you go on the smithwickexperience.com, did
0: you just say Smithwick? Smithwick. Smithix, <laughs> after we just. Here finished,
5: he is. And like, we just chastised Smithicks. Ernie. I know, right? You son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> not okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stolen now. All right. Oh, that was that.
4: Brewed by Guinness, thirty-eight forty-five. Does it say on the label? So
0: it's Diageo, uh, brewed by Guinness Company, Saint James Gate, Dublin, Ireland.
4: Yep, those are the folks.
1: That's them. Smittix Red Ale. The distinctive ruby red color makes it unmistakably Smittix. With a refreshingly balanced taste, this is a blend of mild hops, sweet malt, and roasted barley. The gentle bitterness of the hops is perfectly complemented by the sweet malty notes.
4: I don't know if that I've ever had. um I must have done have had their red ale at I some point. Done, I must have done I never. must have done that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't remember ever having a red ale by them. But I because th- I was looking at the website you had pulled up. They have like a, like a pale ale. It looks like they've got different varieties than the last time I. It's been a long time since I, I, I drank so much Irish beer when I was playing Irish music that I kind of got sick of it after a while. Um, so I'm just dabbling back into it now. Oh, a little dabble, do you? But, uh... The, see, <laughs> no, it's not the truth. What are we The today? Candy's dandy, but the liquor's quicker. Uh, do, you want to hear, do you want to hear a limerick? There once was a guy with a big cock. Oh, wait, that was supposed to come at the end. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, uh, but I always like Smittix uh, for the, (laughs) thank you, on the board, Uh, for the same reason I was talking about, like, I love Guinness so much, and I love Stout so much, but I can only, it's like eating a steak, you know, it just sits there, and I I like these, because I can have, like, more than one, and it's lighter bodied, but it's still, you can still tell it's an Irish beer. It's definitely lighter in color than the last
2: couple.
1: And this is a, what, ABV? 4.5. 4.5, 4.5. 4.5, okay. Because it did, didn't say so on the lowest, website.
2: The lowest of the three. Lighter copper color. You can actually almost kind of see through it. Has that, I think, a slight sweeter aroma again compared to like the uh, swing barrel.
1: I mean, I would suspect that these, like, that, like the Guinness itself being from the area itself, that it would have a more traditionally drier finish at the end of these...
0: Yep. I would say this one does finish the driest, uh, in a, and it it, it doesn't in a, a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, some things dry out, and you're like, "Fuck, mm. desert." Yep. Yuck, desert. Like
1: too much rye in the mash bill or something. Yeah. But
0: this is really
2: good. Smooth. <laughs> he looks at me
0: right as
4: he said. i that. think he gave you a little wink there too ernie
0: yeah he fucking did <laughs> <laughs> do
3: you guys kind of get uh, i don't know how to describe it maybe you do like a medicinal kind of a flavor out of it too i just wrote down it's kind of tangy
2: it's yeah. hard to explain it's not a bad tangy um then it goes right into that kind of dry ale kind of finish but i, I I couldn't describe what that taste is it's almost i don't know like putting a penny in your mouth almost kind of thing and
3: and it's a little that's coppery. how they get the color C- right is that the secret to the recipe? They just throw a bunch of bunch of Lincolns in there and yeah. letter brew. <laughs> and they can't
0: they can't be new though, because uh what, what's great about it is when you get a little bit of the pocket.
3: You
4: know? A the little lint. pocket in there. If you take the tour of the brewery, you actually see the guy and like, does a- And over here you'll see Mickey and he's emptying out all his pocket change into the into well, the thing. If you pay you know.
0: extra, you get to throw your own pennies in. Oh, and, uh, and make a wish. And then, but yeah, 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 that's fun. <laughs> wish I had that penny back. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: I got they is a silver dollar. Candy. They do have a coin pond, like when you take the brewery tour there, the, where you can throw your coins and maybe they just siphon it all back into. The... Are you telling the truth now? No, no, I'm. I'm serious. It's not just for <laughs> pennies, but they they do have this thing where you can throw and change. Where's this? Who has this one? At, at uh, Guinness Brewery.
0: Ah. Oh. Uh, Look at us. We weren't lying almost. <laughs> Look at that. Um, so um, you've been to Ireland twice? Yes.
3: And how much money did you put in those pots? Uh not very much. Okay. So, you were
4: still able just... to make your airfare back to the States. You know, you didn't, you know, waste all of your money there. That's good.
0: Nope, he's still over there. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm remoting it. He's taking care of <laughs> sheep in St. <Saint> Patrick's Field. <laughs> They 3D imaged him.
4: Are you a hologram? Um, that's fun. Hollow up. That's, that's fun. fun. That's, no, that's fun. That's super fun. So, but <laughs> and I know we haven't gotten to the whiskeys yet, but I wanted to ask you, Tucker, about this because it sounds like you've been getting some misnomers. From from Irish people, do you want to save that until we get to the whiskeys to talk about that?
3: Misnomers,
4: like like they're lying to you about stuff. Oh, well,
3: just say you're yeah, fucking we'll, lying then. We'll go. Th- misnomers?
4: <laughs> I
2: was gonna Google misnomers too. If Tucker, <laughs> <laughs> What the Nomers? I'm not. I'm, gonna, sh- I'm not sure
0: who she is. I don't know any. I don't <laughs> know what Mister Nomers either.
4: I'm gonna buy you guys a fucking thesaurus, and and in the no. meantime, we're gonna move on.
0: It's <laughs> pronounced thesaurus.
4: Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my favorite dinosaur.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, I like the kleptars. <laughs> <laughs> they stole my heart. Uh, Don hates that word. But Tucker,
4: I you know, you were saying that. Uh, yeah, there, there's been some some Irish people leading you astray.
3: They've deceived me in a in a most horrible tragic way. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you, you go over there and uh, like you walk into a, it was actually the Irish Whiskey Museum in Dublin, and, and you go in and you say, hey. Like, I want to go home with something I can't find anywhere else. And they say, oh, well, here, have some West Cork. And, you know, you didn't pay out whatever. And... Go home and uh, walking through Bridgeview, and they got uh, they got four deep on the shelf, and it's like the fuck <laughs> Ireland. They <You know? laughs> <I> basically <laughs> told, "Oh no, you'll
4: only get it here. You'll never get it anywhere else." You know, and, yeah. but, and then you walk into like you know a Moorhead liquor store, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Well, tada!" <laughs> Fucking
1: tricks.
3: <laughs> I tell you what, like just
1: then they fuck you on that bottle of Slain too. Didn't you like bring a bottle of yep. Slain over from Ireland?
3: Yeah, that was at least uh like that was just in a store I I happened upon. uh uh, the uh, the West Cork was Irish Whiskey Museum, and then uh, I was in a, a whiskey bar, and I, I kind of asked them, oh, yeah, I want to try something I can't find in the States. So they gave me, it was Connemara 12, the peated version. And, yeah, walking through Little Liquor Store, 99 Bottles had uh yeah, it's just sitting on the shelf, again, like four or five deep, and I don't know. I, <laughs> Did they I, lie
4: to you about, well, I don't know, because... Did they say something about like the beer is different? Like, is oh, it's better here.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and and I will say the Guinness is different over there. I'd, I'll say the closest thing over here is if you if you buy it in the can and pour it out, or maybe it's okay. just a bunch of Irish people that I'd convince you like your the atmosphere kind of puts you in a different mindset. Maybe. Pretty
1: much. Yeah. I would I would guess I would, that. Yeah.
3: But, Environmental.
1: But it all depends on the packaging too. I mean, eventually. Any beers are going to kind of go bad and not taste as good as they were fresh out of the tap right? when it was first made. But
2: if I was over there getting a Guinness right out of the tap from there, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is way better than in a can or a bottle. Well, it's a part in, of it. In its, my head. Yeah, part of it's
4: the experience. Whether it is or not, right. Yeah. So All
1: right. Did uh, yeah. we get a numbers in this one?
4: No, I, I can put some numbers on some good old smittics. I I'm uh, very nostalgic to it. I drank a lot of it when I played Irish music. I'm going to give it a five. I'm giving it a 4.5.
0: Four and a quarter.
3: Mm. Four and 25 of them shiny fucking pennies that were thrown in (laughs) here. I'm going to go with a three. That medicinal taste I was kind of trying to describe doesn't really... I've never really enjoyed it, but it might be for some other people. All right. So the average for Smittix...
2: Ah, there you go. Uh, red ale is four point one eight seven five, which sounds very familiar. If it does, it's because that's the same score as Swing Barrels Let's stick a Red.
0: That sounds fair.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's high.
4: Wow. What and are, uh, so then they, of
2: course Boulevard at three point eight one two five. So,
4: so. Does, does this mean <laughs> there's an elimination round or something? Nope. <laughs> no.
1: So it <wait>, was <laughs> a tie for one. Yep. What do you guys think about the Ribbon Man now that we've... Do you think the Ribbon Man is is better than any of those? Or it holds where you up stuck? with all of them. Um, yeah, I would agree the same way.
0: Very good. Let me go back.
1: Because I don't remember what our la- what our rating was in the last... What our average was for the... I think it was on the DCR t- Taproom Takeover.
2: I could probably They're, look back it would just take it's really a couple good. minutes.
0: They're all really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoy all of them a lot. The Ribbon Man would, would be right up there with... Anything that we've drank today. The only thing it's, I would, a, it's definitely, I like it better than the Boulevard for sure.
4: Uh, the only thing I would say with the Ribbon Man is I get a little more sweet out of it, and I wonder if that's the honey, honey, honey. Oh. Yes,
0: oh honey, ha, <laughs> <Huh>, Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Bears of honey, and I'm a Pooh Bear. Yum, 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 yum,
4: yum. Who voiced Winnie the Pooh? Uh, originally, it was Sterling and Holloway. Bancroft. No, it was not.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that is
4: completely no? wrong. Okay. No, it was <laughs> no? Okay. no, it was uh, Sterling Holloway, who was a goofy-looking guy. Uh, he was uh, an actor well before any of us were born. Uh, but then Jim Cummings is the guy that does it now, and he does all sorts of voices. He does Darkwing Duck, and I think he does Tigger. He he's just one of those guys that does it all. T i double ger Yeah, that's right.
1: All right. Any last thoughts? <laughs> on any the,
0: last words <laughs>
1: on the beers before we take a break from we're here from our sponsors? Anything?
4: Honestly, I—it's fun drinking Irish beers. I don't know; they put me in a good mood. No, that's me. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> You're right.
0: No. I'm a fuck. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's more like yes, it. you are. You a fire too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deedah. Must be one
2: of those Irish pirates. Deedah. Huh? Deedah. Arr, 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 arr. That,
4: that was pretty much all I did when I did that commercial for a, a little bar that nobody remembers called Hennessy's. They were just like, just just talk like an Irish guy. Just like, come on down to Hennessy's and we'll get you drunk. Dude, Deedah. what's
0: the Responsibly. Though. Which one did you have the sheep in? That was Hennessy's. There Hennessey's? was a sheep
4: and my favorite line from it was at the very oh. end. Per- was, yes. <laughs> it was, this is on YouTube. If anybody wants to look for it, just, just search Hennessy's Fargo, North Dakota. You'll find this little commercial that I was in. I, and uh, at the very end, you think it's over, but it's not. It's at the very end. I have a scene with a sheep and I look at the sheep and I say... Well, I don't know where you left your blessed purse.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Which I felt so was a little good. suggestive. Like, what's this guy doing with the sheep? So you know? This was I don't a, know.
2: This was a live sheep. A real, a real sheep? Yeah. It, it was oh, okay.
4: actually... I, I, they had a name for it. I can't remember what her name was. Susan? It, but it was... I, d- 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 yes. Susan Car- the Sharon? Sharon? Susan, Susan the Karen the, the, the Sheep? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was a fucking Karen who didn't know where the fuck she left her fucking purse. Uh, but no, it was actually... Where's a, the manager? It was a ram that they brought in, and, uh, and and they had to position the camera a certain way so that you didn't see that. Because I don't know why it mattered what sex the sheep was for this stupid commercial. Like, there's I a don't think the story. sheep should
0: have been sexed at all. Oh, okay.
4: But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was... Opinion. But uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and there was no messes. Uh, uh you know, I, I didn't I didn't wet the floor once.
0: The messes were in the Dave Southside tap commercial. That's
4: for another story, sweetheart. <laughs> Why don't we take a break and come back and drink some whiskey? Alright, that's from
0: our sponsors. <sighs> I like whiskey.
2: What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know, maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I don't know. Uh, That's why I'm asking you. Well,
3: maybe we should look online.
4: Is what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? Worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, The Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, turn to FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com. Slash Decisionator.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we might mention Bridgeview Liquors a lot around here. And there's a, there's a really good reason why. They pay for a lot of our booze. But uh, one of the great things about them, not just the paying us in alcohol, is they truly seem to love what they do. They, they're knowledgeable as hell on almost every type of alcohol. Anytime I have questions, that's where I go. That's why I love Bridgeview Liquors. And I know for a fact
1: that they have knowledgeable staff because, if you go back to our Brandies and Cognacs episode, uh, Evan, their store manager, their, his store pick for Brandies was the winner for the day. And I'm also impressed immensely with their huge selection of craft beers, not only locally, but As far away as four or five other states, which is more than an armful (laughs) away.
0: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of their knowledgeable staff, I found out that the word Gewürzteminer means a noble grape while at Bridgeview. um, It is basically a grown-up version of a Moscato. Bridgeview
3: has a wide selection of local as well as really hard-to-find wines,
2: I like Gewürztraminer wines just because I like to say that word. Dude. And I'm
0: German. Gewürztraminer is about the funnest thing you can do with my mouth.
2: <laughs> it is. <laughs> and one of the fun things about Bridgeview that I like is that uh, how regularly they post on social media the new beers and liquors they get in with pictures. Because I'm a picture guy. Um, I like to see the Not beer. much a reader, huh? No. Nope. <laughs> but Bridgeview has the picture. So I'm like, oh that's the beer I'm looking for. I can look at the picture. I can go look for the can or the bottle and, you know, figure out and match them up and everything. And they do that uh, weekly on all their new releases for that week. So it's kind of nice. I like that.
1: And you can find those social media posts on Instagram and Facebook at Bridgeview Liquor and their website is bridgeviewlickers.com. And you can go to their location at 935 37th Avenue South in
0: Moorhead. And when you do go to their location at 935 something in Moorhead, if you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews at the checkout, you save 10% off of all purchases. 10% off all purchases. So 10% th-
2: off all purchases.
0: Thanks once again for listening to our podcast. We love and appreciate all of our listeners, and we really love and appreciate you at Bridgeview Liquors.
1: 10% off all purchases.
5: All purchases. All purchases. Free-
4: Thanks for coming back to the second half of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, where we've been looking at the Irish drink. As we've got Saint Pat's coming upon us, it's time to raise a few glasses by the hearth. What's a hearth? Slump. It's like a fireplace, bigger. Oh,
5: okay.
4: Yes. By,
1: don't you have a hearth, irony? Oh, a
2: hearth? A hearth. You said hearf. A a hearth. A hearth of
1: a hearth of
4: gold. A hearth of glow, gold. It's
2: <laughs> <Globes. laughs> I had, ah, a,
4: right, I, had a, I had a half of gold once. How
0: much whiskey's
4: in you yet? I didn't probably not enough.
1: Thanks for hanging out with us through our commercial break. And um now to continue on kind of sorta with what were we were talking about before. Now moving on from St. Patrick into into St. Patrick's Day itself. One thing that's interesting to know is that as of twenty eighteen. Uh thirty-two million Americans claimed Irish descendancy
4: and ancestry, right? So that's just people that have claimed it. Yeah, it doesn't so, necessarily mean that they are
2: they yes. drank some green beer at St. Patrick's Day one uh, year and uh, now they're hot. Irish. Green
1: beer. Well it was down from uh, forty point eight million in nineteen eighty census. So actually, oh. so it was more back then, I guess. But uh when actually Ireland's population right now is four point nine million. So that would explain why. The first Irish St. Patrick's Day parade was held here on North American soil in 1601, actually, in Florida.
0: So that's interesting. And when was the first one in Ireland? Uh, 1903. Holy fuck. Beat him to the punch. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking your holidays. Capitalize <laughs> on it.
4: Um, I don't know if you guys know that. Have you ever heard of St. Erho's Day? No No. Saint Erho's Day is a big thing in Monaga, Minnesota. No shit. It's a real thing. It's a bunch of Finlanders from Monaga. That they, they were always like, ah, the Irish, they're getting to the beer before we do on St. Patrick's Day. So they made up this holiday called St. Urho's Day. And St. Urho was the, the guy who drove all the grasshoppers out of Finland. <laughs> yeah. They made this whole thing up. They have a statue. You're up. making this shit no, up. No, right I'm now, not. Look it up. Google it. If I'm you Google good. it, there's a statue. That yells of, at me. There's a statue of St. Erho holding a big pitchfork, because that's what he used to drive the grasshoppers out of Finland. Does <laughs>
0: grasshopper stuck to the tines of it?
4: Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing is bullshit, because a bunch of Finlanders said, we're getting to the beer before all the Irish people do. So they celebrated on March 16th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, so, yeah, there's all these different. Oh, see, yep. you found it. Saint Erho is a fictional
1: saint of Finland, created and elaborated by Finnish Americans in northern Minnesota in the 1950s to celebrate their heritage and extend celebrations of St. Patrick's Day. His celebration day is set to March 16th, the day before the March 17th feast day of St. Patrick.
3: They're, they're, they're not dumb. dumb. You don't say they're thirsty. Saving the
1: Finnish grape crops from a frog or grasshopper plague.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> so fucking
0: stupid. Nice,
2: good on them. All right, well done.
1: Um, some other things. Uh, the reason why green is associated with uh Saint Patrick's Day uh, started when people thought wearing green would camouflage you from being pinched and assaulted by these gremlins known as leprechauns.
0: Leprechauns,
1: right? <laughs> So, if you, if you wear green, you're safe, safely camouflaged from getting harassed by these gremlins, aka leprechauns. Like being pinched, physically assaulted, stolen from, fucked
0: with.
4: I was physically assaulted by a gremlin. Why ain't that my lesser man? I
0: don't know why I think leprechauns now are just con artists that have leprosy.
4: <laughs> yeah, see here, boys. <laughs> Just, I, I don't I don't know why I made him a gangster. I don't know.
3: What are leprechauns? Where do they come from? Are they are they like reptilians or I don't have time, do time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <No>? <laughs> That's a good answer. So, uh, we'll get I'll to I'll that
1: maybe it. next year. But uh, one of the things that you, that is a big deal here in, in the U.S. <laughs> is the Chicago River is dyed green every year, right? They still do that? Yep. The wow. practice started in 1962 when city pollution control workers used dyes to trace illegal sewage discharges and realized that the green dye might provide a, a unique way to
2: celebrate the holiday. Yeah. You yeah. put those two things together. <laughs> Why wouldn't you?
4: <laughs> hey, we got a bunch of this shit we got to get rid of. St. Patrick's Day's coming up. Why but not? But light...
1: So today, in order to minimize environmental damage, only forty pounds of dye are, are used, and the river turns green for only several hours.
4: Speaking of dye, too, do you know how that <laughs> Alan make... Thick's dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me back on the show. Sorry.
2: <laughs> no, I was yeah. Gonna you ask, get a point taken away from
4: you. I was going to ask you guys if you knew how they make green beer. They put dye in it. Yeah, but what color dye? Let's see. Blue. 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 It is blue. It's not green because the, you know, the beer, I guess, makes the yellow and blue. Makes the dye green. makes the green.
1: Did you also know that Ireland's actual color or their their national color is not green? It's blue.
0: Is it? Really? Why yep. aren't they called the Emerald Isle?
1: That was out of a book written in the early 1900s. Hmm. Somebody huh. mentioned that in a book i recall it that. I, I read that. I don't know exactly. I should have wrote it fucking down. I didn't write that part down. But what I can do is what do leprechauns have to do with St. Patrick's Day? Uh, the original Irish name for these figures of folklore is lo- Loberson or Loberchin, meaning small-bodied fellow. Belief in leprechauns probably stems from Celtic belief in fairies, tiny men and women who could use their magical powers to serve good or evil. In Celtic folktales, leprechauns were cranky souls responsible for mending the shoes of other fairies.
0: I like good or evil. I hate when your evil's (laughs) just kind (laughs) of half-assed. Engelbert Humperdinck evil. I want some of that good or evil.
1: (laughs) So when you're wearing green, you're supposed to prevent these uh, leprechauns from harassing you and fucking with you and apparently mending your shoes.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Don't you dare fucking put my soles back on.
4: The last thing. He's a
0: sneakerhead. Those are expensive. The last
4: thing I want to see is Warwick Davis trying to fix my shoes. Listen to your
3: cobbler. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we're clear, they're not reptilians. Correct. (laughs) They're (laughs) They're probably based on fairies. Right. I was, yeah. I I was totally listening. Yep. Have you guys heard any other uh,
1: stories about or legends about St. Patrick's Day, maybe, that uh, I haven't mentioned yet?
3: Anybody?
2: Well, I've got nothing. You mentioned that uh, I had written down that Saint Patrick didn't wear green; he wore blue. Mm-hmm. Um, corned beef and cabbage was actually an American uh, invention. They used to eat ham instead. Ham and cabbage in Ireland. Corned
4: beef was a cheaper substitute for impoverished people. So I have yeah. a I have a weird piece of Irish trivia. It Doesn't have anything to do with Saint Patrick's Day, but it actually has to do with Halloween. Uh, And it's tied to people from Ireland. This is making sense here, Chris. I I
0: looked at Knox's face. I know, all right. This is months away.
4: (laughs) 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 No, uh, jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lanterns actually originated from the Celts in Ireland. And uh, they were not, there weren't pumpkins. They carved turnips. I fucking eat turnips. I love them. Yeah, well, that's, that was the original jack-o'-lantern, that's, and it was an Irish invention. That's weird. I didn't know it though.
0: I, uh, turnips, aren't, are they hollow on the inside?
4: Well, you got to work at it.
0: I have no idea. I was idea. like, you're going to have to put a lot more effort into it. Yeah. So know. the turnips are just that's like That's probably me, why right? they
2: switched to pumpkins. Like, did
0: you know we don't have to do most of the hollowing?
2: <laughs> They're hollow inside like Chris. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'd make a great jack o' lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Just scoop out me guts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd make some pretty good seeds, too, I bet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into these whiskeys, motherfuckers. All right, oh so the second part, if you guys don't got anything else on St. Patrick's Day, we'll move on to the actual drinking part. Let's move on to that then. Eh? All
5: Ooh, right, so the first. Part.
1: The, so we're going to do four Irish whiskeys. And we're going to maybe do a drink with the fifth one. A.K.A. The Jameson, because I think we've already had Jameson on Word. on one of our Macro Whiskies episodes. Okay, so Slain Irish Whiskey brings grain and malt whiskies together through the distinctive flavors of three casks with notes of vanilla, banana, butterscotch, dried stone fruits, and subtle baking spice. Each sip takes you on a sensory journey, uncovering the subtle layers of this whiskey's complex character. Ding. It's a blend of three different casks. So on the nose, you get some complex fruit with drizzles of caramel, butterscotch, and vanilla.
0: See, I got the caramel and butterscotch like,
4: oh, right immediately. away, immediately, yep. right away. I can see this as a really good dessert whiskey.
1: This, this says brown spice too. What is brown spice, Chris?
0: Uh, b- 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 fucking spices that are brown, man. I'm gonna go with nutmeg.
4: Let's cardamom. Is nutmeg on the board?
0: It's up on there, Steve. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: there it uh, is. Number four <laughs> out of two. That was so coward <laughs> shitheads. I, def- <laughs> I, de- I definitely get that butterscotch. So brown
0: spice, maybe cinnamon. Then, do we get any of those things? I'm just saying things
2: that I, I could see. The maybe nutmeg
1: brown. being a brown spice, but it doesn't really say what brown spices are.
2: You but it, it says I've heard the of angry spice and. Old Spice, <laughs> Old Spice,
1: Old <laughs> Spice. Does Old Spice actually smell like really old spices?
0: How the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> do, I, what, do, what, do I look fake. 111?
4: <laughs> hey, I wear Old Spice. Well, what
0: do you
2: smell? It, yeah. And you look about 111.
4: <laughs> uh, well, all right, there we go. There's your damn pandemic. Ah, uh, geez, aged me years. <sighs> uh, no, there's um. The spice kind of creeps up on me a little bit. It's that vanilla that really comes full forward, mm-hmm. and it that, smells delightful as fuck. It, and it it's not that bad going down either. It's it's very smooth. It's yeah, like I said, I could see this as like a dessert whiskey. This is how I would like if I had a nice meal. You know, if I had my St. Patrick's Day meal of corned beef and cabbage, which is actually, as we know now, not Irish. It's just an American knockoff. Uh, but it's still good. You know, you have a nice meal, and then I could just have a glass of this, and it would just, yeah,
0: it's just good. Yeah, it's got a little bit of spicy notes when you drink it, but I, I really
4: just get a lot more of that sweetness, caramel, when you're drinking it, too. This it's, I like harsh whiskey sometimes, but, uh, you know, every once in a while, just kind of a smooth like finish.
0: We're talking alcohol burn. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yep. Spiciness from like a like it's rye. like it's smooth.
4: Actually, right. This doesn't have that. Like
0: a butterfly,
4: sting like Sh- a Joe Frazier. Um <laughs> uh, What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Clearly, but this is it's very smooth. I could see this is like uh, this is a this is a whiskey I would finish an evening with. Mm-hmm. You know.
3: I I yeah I agree with you. This is tasty as shit. Say if you put a few drops of water in there, it kind of changes the flavor a little bit. Says like you? It, uh... Yes, we do have droppers here. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, no, no. Trust me, it gets uh, it gets just a, a, little bit harsher, in my opinion.
0: It gets worse with water.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't it that gets crazy? worse
0: with water.
3: I mean, don't add like, uh, you know, a whole drinking glass full of water, but just a couple of drops, and like. Can I? Can See, I drop with you, Ernie?
0: Sure. I'll try. I'll try it your way. Oh, you.
3: You guys aren't hillbillies. You gotta just drop it in with your finger there. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, professionals, dude. I dude, feel like such dude. a rookie in your presence. For
4: those of you at home, they're playing with pipettes. Yeah, Tucker, I, could I, you I pour me a little more, more of that? Sure, slang?
0: just
2: a snort. So, I said, yeah, I, this is a good sipping one. I like this. It has a slight burn at the end. I get a lot of butterscotch, um, and then kind of. Several seconds down the road, you, you kind of get you get that uh, ethanol dry finish. So it's best just to take another drink before that happens.
0: Mm. I like where you're going with that. And I, I what what kind of mash bill? Yeah, and that meal, is
2: not better with water.
0: What kind of mash bill do they use with this? I only put it doesn't a couple. Really of, say, is it rye in here? I don't know because there is. A, so when they say spiciness, I immediately think that there's probably rye in here, but.
4: I just put a couple of drops of water in there, and I don't know. It kind of seems like it dilutes it a little too much for me. I think it you get more of that ethanol burn right away. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. And, and to some people, that's what they go for,
3: you know. It, it is a chill filtered, by the way. Maybe I'm not full of shit. This is awesome.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so um, I brought this because, although this is not the original bo- bottle Tucker got for me, but um, it is the same whiskey that Tucker brought back from Ireland for me. So, Tucker. But it's yeah. not
4: the same stuff, because you won't get the same stuff in the States. Yeah, right. <laughs> We told Tucker that.
3: <clears throat> Go ahead, Tucker. Great story. Oh, yeah. I'd, Why were you in Ireland? What were you doing there? Um, I, I was on a work trip. I used to travel quite a bit, and so... Uh, and what do
0: you do for work? Fist fight? <laughs>
3: <laughs> some days, uh, some days <laughs> it feels like it, but uh, I, yeah. The first I, I, rule is we don't talk about it. Yeah. Already broke the rules, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I I used to be a technician and, uh, we used to set up, uh, medical packaging equipment. And so there's a place actually in the, the town of Drada that, uh, uh, we were doing a job out there for a couple of weeks and yeah, I stopped by one of the stores out there and asked the clerk, Hey, is there something that, uh you know, I can't find in the States. And they're like, oh, sure, here you go. And, you know, (laughs) kind (laughs) of circling (laughs) back to our previous story, they turned out to be full of shit. Right, right, right. They uh,
4: were just trying to sell stuff. They were just trying to make a buck that day. So I
0: wonder if there's stuff that, uh, maybe there's a reason, right, that they told you to buy this. Uh, And that's because they don't want you to take the Irish whiskey home. Like, no, 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 that'll fuck people up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it'll, It'll throw them way off. Just drink what the Americans like. They're they're keeping the good stuff.
4: Yeah. No, what I'm I'm picturing is it's someone who, it's an Irishman who's being extremely literal. Like, you won't get this bottle (laughs) in the States. You just won't. You'll only get it here. Because it's right there. It's there.
1: (laughs) That particular bottle is sitting right in front of you, and you're not in the States.
0: So it's Ernie was working there. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a tie game right now. I flicked him off and then I fist bumped at him.
1: <laughs> so Ernie's got three right. and Chris and Ben both have two.
2: <laughs> We're keeping score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today
0: I am, yeah. All
1: right, so we'll continue on about Slain. So well,
0: actually let's go back to this point thing. Okay, go ahead. Let's, yeah, uh, no, let's re listen to the first part and I think that uh I probably have more points than him. <laughs>
4: Are you kidding? I was gonna spot con- on all day
0: Rewind. Today. Rewind.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> New. No. Calling a recount right yeah. in the middle of the right episode. Right
0: in the middle.
1: <laughs> okay. So this one is a triple distilled, right? So it's got divided further aging between three distinct cask types. So you got your heavily toasted, lightly charred virgin oak from Brown Foreman's Cooperage. Oh. It gives it the oak, vanilla, and chocolate notes. And then seasoned oak that formerly held American whiskey imbues flavors of caramel, plum, butterscotch, and banana. And the Oloroso sherry casks from Spain impart notes of raisin, spice, and tree nuts. Those are better than truck nuts.
5: Fuckers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Always.
2: Always. Well.
1: All right. One knocks. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give myself a point. Hey, that wait, wait, <laughs> wait, hey, hey. Don't we vote on I feel on this? like we're setting a bad precedent here. <laughs> you almost get another one for that because everybody. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Especially Fun. you. You laughed at it. For a while.
1: <laughs> okay, so the whiskeys were then carefully blended to create an exceptionally complex, smooth Irish whiskey with a distinct <coughs> and memorable flavor profile. In particular, Aging in virgin oak is unusual in Irish whiskey. It adds another dimension to the whiskey and makes it more versatile spirit. A more versatile spirit.
0: All right. Ah. So we want to put numbers on the Slain Irish Whiskey. Triple
2: cask. And this will be out of five.
1: Can you guys taste any of that sherry in the background? Maybe that's some of that dried fruit that's possibly on the...
0: Let me pour another glass.
1: Well, we got three others to go. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. You're right. Maybe, I get a
2: little, bit a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. It's one of those things where I taste something else. I mean, there's that butterscotch, but there is something else in there. Almost, a, I want to say
4: a dark fruit or
1: any cocoa at all in there. Maybe,
4: I, yeah, I I a little bit of that. I didn't. No, I didn't catch so much of that. It's more like the <clears> vanilla <throat> and the butterscotch and those flavors on the forefront. The rest of it on the back. It's not bad. it's just, it's, it's kind of more. It's much more subtle. It's good. Put a number on it. Thank you. That was awesome. Out of five. How good is it?
1: From zero to five, how was this one?
4: Uh, fuck. Well, let's see. And you say I take long
0: at this. I'm going to go 3.5. This is really good. I enjoy the shit out of it. And uh, it's only $32.99. You know, I base it off of Jameson. And ba- to me, Jameson's more of an astringent thing. And it's something like a shot taker. Where this one, I can sit back and sip on it. So so fucking there. Tucker, what do you got? Oh, boy. So, whiskeys are out of five, right? Yes. Okay, we'll do... uh, So, 2.5 is in the middle of that, so that's your half mark
3: in case you can't math alone. Let's do four. You can't math alone. I'm going to do four. Four.
4: Woo! I'll give it a four as well. It's a good sipping whiskey. And I am going to give it a four
2: as well. So, the average for slain... Irish whiskey is 3.875. So I actually brought that bottle over here, and this was before we even started the podcast. This was probably one of the whiskeys I brought over here because I thought Knox would enjoy it. When I say here, the dungeon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before the podcast, and it's like, hey, I bet Knox would like this because he likes whiskeys. And this was pretty... Smooth, sorry, Chris, but it's back, this was a couple years ago, so that's when it was okay to say smooth. Be wrong all you want, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, we tried it, and we both liked it. And I even said, I remember saying... Did you say like, that you were struck by? Yes.
1: The fact that it's such a smooth criminal?
2: Jesus
0: fucking Christ. <laughs> Take <laughs> his point away. <laughs> <laughs> Take three future points away.
3: Yeah, <laughs> And that all their babies points really away. On, you
4: know? No, I like that <laughs> one. It crept up on me. I was like, where's he going? And then I'm like, oh. You, yeah, I I liked
0: it. Oh yeah, by the late great Irish musician. Yes, Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that song what? about that wee little girl, Billy, Billie Jean. Just because she was <laughs> she
0: lived just down the road. <laughs> just because Michael was pale doesn't make him Irish.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Ernie. I'm sorry. Ernie.
2: I don't even remember
1: what it was. So that you brought this over and thought that I would. Yeah, enjoy it. yeah.
2: Right, and we did. I remember. Mm-hmm. We, I even said. Uh, this is something I would drink without actually adding an ice cube or water to because it was that good. smooth. Yep. And actually, I put a little <laughs> bit of water. Yeah. I put a little bit of water in this, and I think it uh, made it worse.
1: All right. Any other uh, notes on this one for t- uh, for
0: Pallet?
2: No, we're numbers. Okay. No, I was Great. just finishing the story.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Finish <laughs> up the numbers. Knox is looking at his notes. Where
4: the- What (laughs) What the hell show am I on?
2: Sorry, go ahead. It was uh, 3.875. All right, cool. Welcome back to Gorgatron's (laughs) (laughs) podcast.
4: (laughs) Coming up next, Cowboy Carl's going to tell us how to do some crazy shit with beef jerky. (laughs) It's going to be wild. Those dimples look into them. Uh, He's going to hate me for that. So uh, anyway... What's (laughs) What's <laughs> our next whiskey?
0: This next
1: one is the Tullamore Dew 12-Year-Old Special Reserve.
4: Tullamore Dew. aged 12 years. It's an adolescent. Yep, so
1: this says Tullamore DEW 12-Year-Old Special Reserve offers a spice flavor with a robust yet creamy body wrapped in a definite chocolatey note.
4: Okay, I just saw something on the label here, and it's something I've never noticed before, because I've had Tullamore Dew before. Um, Dew... On the label here, it's D-E-W, of course, how it's spelled, but there's like... Dots, like it's an acronym. Yeah, does it stand for something? I I always thought it was just the word do. Don't eat whistles. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Which is is very important for Ben as a whistle player.
4: Yes, I was. That's the one thing is somebody who plays the tin whistle. You never want to eat your instrument.
1: Okay, so the DEW are the initials of one of the greatest distillers Ireland has ever had. John
0: Edward Whistle.
4: (laughs) His name was Daniel Edmund Williams. Damn it. But he was known as the Whistler.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's why they also make
4: Whistler uh, Irish whiskey. And Telemardu was established in 1829. Yeah, that's right. So it's a guy's name. I never knew that. Wow, that's fun.
0: It sure was. <laughs>
1: it sure was. All right, so dried fruits and nut accompany chocolate, giving this whiskey a veritable praline note. Ooh. Triple cask matured for depth and balance. A very fine-aged whiskey derived from 12 to 15 years matured in a combination of bourbon and sherry casks.
0: Hey, can I see that
2: bottle again? Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. You know, you guys Um, make fun of me when I sample beers and I go through like a couple glasses and you're like on your first aroma. Chris is over here like that with whiskey, though. <laughs> There's a difference. I, this is 40%. I've
0: got a glass
4: poker, and I shotgun these fucking bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I got to drink at least three to make sure I like it. Well, you know. You know. Yeah.
0: I accidentally but, put water in this one uh, uh-huh. right away, so Ooh. I
4: have to get to the unwatered uh-huh.
0: version.
2: Ah, there you go. Uh-huh. Take uh-huh. one for the team. <laughs> so I get a little bit of more of that alcohol on the aroma, but... Uh, other than that, a little bit of that butterscotchy. I don't get much chocolate, if any, because I think they mentioned chocolate
4: in there somewhere. Yes. No, this, it's, I mean,
1: chocolate. Yeah. That's what they, they say on here. Yeah.
4: So, so I remembered. My breath definitely feels flammable. I will say that. I've had other,
0: like, uh, scotches. Um, okay, Blake. That import. <laughs> Did I say something wrong already? <laughs> yeah! For, yeah.
3: Shots fired. Idiot. Was it <laughs> but, uh, tw-
0: 2019? But a Glenn Moringi, like Signet uh, has like chocolatey notes that are very pronounced. Uh, and so that's what I always kind of look for. I hear, oh, chocolate. Oh, no, no, it's not quite there. It's Not as much and as here. The... It's very, very, very like hidden. It's not easily detectable. Okay.
3: It's very, uh, like, uh, from a viscosity perspective, it's pretty thick. Like, it's it's pretty oily, I would say. And then, just kind of looking at the glass, it has legs on it. Uh, with a drop of water, I almost get like a uh, like a banana note out of it. I don't know if anybody else is kind of getting that.
2: Haven't added the water yet, but maybe a little bit of a chocolate note way at the end. I get it. I didn't get it on the nose. I get it when you drink it. Uh, yeah, at the end, it kind of let it. it- just kind of like way up past the hump of your tongue in the back there. Not a very sweet chocolate, more like a almost like a baker's chocolate, dry. Yeah.
1: So well, uh, that's
0: kind of a that's kind of nice.
1: Tullamore Dew actually says you should be drinking for sure like a Red Ale with this with their whiskeys.
2: Oh, I don't mind if I do.
4: I think we got some of that here.
3: Oh yeah, look at this. <laughs> you got some smitics right oh, in front of you.
4: Hey, now oh, hey.
3: Oh, I think I finished it. Now guys.
4: we're I'm cooking trying. with gravy. I honestly will Dude, say, because, I mean, as Wait. far as most, like, usual whiskey that I drink is Jameson. Yeah. Uh-huh. And But I did go through a stint in time where I, you know, but I don't think, like, at, at least a lot of places that I have been to, it's like Tullamore isn't something that's always kept behind a bar. Right. I you, you know. I never see but it But if anywhere. I do see it, I'm always like, "Oh, I haven't had that for a while." And I and I'm and every time, and it's happened right now. It's like, "Damn it. I forget good. how good this stuff is."
0: Irish whiskey, lo- yeah. It's a lot more complex than I anticipated it being. And cuz I think I come from a the same school as most of us dabbling in Irish whiskey. It's like, "Ah, shots Jameson." You know, that's, right? That's how I drink it, picklebacker. Yeah, picklebackers,
4: pineapple juice. That's another one that'll I think a lot of people I've seen do.
0: But I've never been much of a Irish whiskey sipping on whiskeys. You know, and we, I think we talked about it last time we did Irish whiskeys too, when we had the Whistler and you know some of those other ones on mm-hmm. that. Okay, these aren't just for shooting. Right, you can just sit back, fucking throw back a dram, and then punch someone. <laughs>
4: Or if it is, in my case, growing up in an Irish Catholic household, oh, somebody just got married. What should we do? Let's go pray and get shit-faced. Oh, <laughs> oh look, they had a kid. What should we do? Let's go pray and get shit-faced. It's all oh, these fuckers, oh, hey, dude. somebody died. That guess what We're like gonna, our family. Guess what we're going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then Pre- pray,
2: eat, <clears throat> and get shit-faced. Oh, yeah, there's usually... Maybe the the Germans.
4: <laughs> well, yep, German is known for that, too. Yeah. Uh, but no, Dew is just, like I said, it's one of those whiskeys that I just, when I see it, I'm like, on it, I should have a glass of that. And um, I prefer it neat, personally. You know, maybe a, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like it on the rocks. I was a whiskey soda drinker for a while, for a long while. Oh. When uh, I was when I was playing with the dirty hurlers, it was Jameson soda. That was my yeah. cocktail that I would always have. I'm
0: a I'm a whiskey like when I my cocktails, if I'm just doing single mixes, is ginger ale instead of soda. Because you oh, still get yeah. the carbonation and the bubbles, but you get a little bit of that ginger Isn't ale. Isn't that what they've referred to as a big ginger? Well, there's well, also yeah, li- yeah, there's there's and lemon stuff and stuff, but
4: stuff like that. A
0: highball, right? Yeah. A single liquor, single yep. carbonated yep. pour. Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought you asked earlier. What, what, what did I ask? <laughs> you said, what did you do last night? And I was... <laughs> <laughs> that was before we started the show. And I forgot until I just now. <laughs> I did drink beer and Caesars, but also my first drink was a, a, a bullet rye highball.
4: Just get the real. shock and delight that came over your eyes just <laughs> oh, now. yeah. I remembered something from my past. You were like, I still have some
3: recall. Yes. <laughs> Pepperidge remember Farm remembers. Asked. I thought he just said, smell my finger in response remembers. or something. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway.
1: So let's get to this. Uh, That's my Tone life. Do. This, yeah. is, this is only 42 bucks for a bottle, or it is
2: Ooh. $42 a bottle,
1: depending on your perspective.
2: I think it's a little bit too much of that alcohol burn for me compared to the Slain. Um, I agree with Tucker as far as the kind of oily, thick, dewy, do. Yeah, nice. (laughs) Dewy, do. do? Yeah, do. (laughs) Tell them more, do. Um, Do I get a little bit more of that burn, that alcohol, ethanol burn on this compared to the Slain. And uh, I I don't, that's the part that I don't appreciate. But as I progress through this, uh, I've learned to appreciate it and can endure it more. So, word, word. So you want to number it? Yeah. What do you want? To Are we it? ready? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I dare you. Okay. Uh, three point five. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Chris, so you like this one a little less? So for the less. exact same reasons, I like this one a little bit more. Yep. Aha. I knew that. Uh, so I'm gonna go uh three point seven five. I believe uh
2: four. Four, four. Make it Crossfit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I got asshole. I got white out in my bag, too. I could get it
5: <laughs> I seriously have white out <laughs> in my bag.
0: No, I, I, I need to know. Is it the jar of the liquid stuff, or do you have like that? Oh, tape? the tape. The tape. He's got the He's tape. He's oh, okay. yeah. got the tape. At least you're not like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's I put all stuck much. together. <laughs> yeah.
4: I remember then, that. Hey, yeah. anybody want to take a whiff of this? <laughs> then it goops out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm
5: sorry.
4: It's <That's> great. <laughs> I'm
3: it.
0: Yeah. I'm just here to make sound effects today. It turns
3: out ASMR is on point today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't get the smell of the glue if you use Excel, right? It's <laughs> a true story. It's a true story.
2: All right. So, uh, Chris, a four. Chrysophore, Chrysophore.
0: Uh, I Tucker. got one. Of, those were one of my favorite new instruments, the
2: Chrysophore. <laughs> oh yes, I've heard about those. It's
0: like bells. <laughs>
2: I, I just got the newest
4: version. It was Chrysophore point 4.1. Yeah. <laughs> Still running that on Windows ninety five. <laughs>
2: we're so good
0: at this. On my, Mac, my MacBook.
3: <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Tucker, what do you Tucker. got? Uh, I'm going to roll with a three and a half on this one.
4: Ben. Ben. What did I give the last one? Uh, I couldn't remember. Four. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to give this one a four as well because it's, again, enjoying it for the same reasons. This is actually one thing I enjoy about whiskey is that you get different things. Like Sometimes I like that smooth, more dessert flavor that we got with the Slain. On the first one, but I've, for the same reasons, Chris enjoys the
2: <laughs> high octane. I want to know that I've done something exactly. <laughs> right. He wants to get shit like, done now.
0: <laughs> if you're gonna go lift, I'm gonna be in bed weights. by nine
2: nine thirty at the latest. If you go and lift weights and you're not sore the next day,
0: did you really lift?
2: <laughs> right. Well, that's so well done. When that's I drink
0: good. something, I want to fucking know it's been drank. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And I want it to know that I drank it.
0: Bob, <laughs> yeah. it right name on it.
3: Do you write motivational posters? You know where you get that from?
0: <laughs> Deep thoughts. We by should do by Ernie. this guy.
1: Ernie's motivational poster lines. We should have that. In I reckon, segment.
0: I work in an industry where people talk to me. Wow. But
2: uh, anyway, they don't know you, do they?
0: I you always like so. How's it going today? It always starts with that, you know, and and a lot of people go, ah, just hanging in there. And I, uh, I, I and I most of the time follow up with a oh, like a motivational cat poster. Yes, <laughs> that's the first thing.
4: I and, thought. They, and they
0: look at me like I'm a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, they're, so they're automatically not wrong, but they're not <laughs> figuring it out. Right? <laughs> just <laughs> judging
4: you right away. Right? Like it's like a hallmark card.
2: Like.
4: <laughs> What did you just call me? Did you hear what he just called me, honey?
2: mother. Yeah, yeah, I called brother. you a pussy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just barely hanging just in in a nice way. way. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, oh, I love
0: saying see you next Tuesday to people. Because <laughs> that's his day, day off. off. If, I, if I set people up with an appointment and they're not nice, I'd do it on a Tuesday and I'd say <laughs> that. <laughs> See you next Tuesday.
2: <laughs> All right, Ernie. Let's finish oh, this one up. Oh, my God. Right. So the average for the
4: uh, Telamore Dew 12-year is 3.75. And just because I want to keep track of this, how does that stack up against the Slain? 3.875. So
0: okay. a little
1: bit less, little but, but, but yeah, still um, right up
0: there. Do you guys want the Slain over the Telamore Dew, huh?
1: Slane is $9 less. So this next one is, um, I think, the high, the most Oof. expensive. What's this one at? $64. 64 nay, nay. So at 65 bucks, this is the Red Breast 12 Pot Still.
2: Pot Still.
0: Yep. That means they're not moving.
1: So made of a... Mash of malted and unmalted barley, and then triple fucking distilled nothing. in <laughs> copper pot stills. Redbreast Twelve boasts the complete, the, the flavor complexity and distinctive
4: qualities of pot still whiskey. Real quick, I re-
0: had Ernie's best joke of the day, no. and I got fucking
4: nothing. <laughs> Real quick, Ernie, Ernie. That's I said. That
2: sounds
0: like something I'd say. Ernie,
4: do you know what you call a paper airplane that doesn't fly? Stationary. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Holy shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm in I in that couple of dude. To like- <laughs> I totally get that.
3: Whoa, what are you doing? You're like lighting yours up. Well, I'm trying to determine whether or not it's chill filtered without reading the bottle.
5: Oh, uh-huh.
3: okay, well, so, okay. so, so let's I don't want what, to tell that bottle what truth thinking. Let's talk about what Tucker's doing <laughs> over were here. Doing, what are you doing? I'm a there? few in guys. Like, okay. I, I, I've, I've got myself my little, uh, my little uh, pen light here and I'm shining it through the glass. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to look for bits of the barrel that are floating around because generally, whiskeys that are non chill filtered, you'll see that uh, there's like a little bit of the barrel. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. All right. Dude,
0: and thanks thanks for coming. Little, there are floaties in this.
3: <laughs> now now is it chill Filter? Does anybody for know for sure? Yeah.
0: Well, I bet Knox could look that up because he's the smart one. I mean the one with the computer. Well, I, it says here that uh, Redbreast twelve boasts the flavor,
1: complexity, and distinctive qualities of pot still whiskey, matured in a combination of bourbon seasoned American oak barrels and oloroso sherry seasoned Spanish oak butts. The distinctive red breast sherry style is a joy to behold in each and every bottle.
3: Doesn't say anything about. Usually they advertise it <laughs> if they if they don't chill filter it. It's like a big marketing thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Almost every bourbon you buy or
0: scotch look non chill filtered.
3: Because
0: it doesn't change a lot.
3: But what what do they gain by chill filtering it? I wonder though. Like why why do it if they don't have to and they can make extra money by it. I have mark- no idea. Yeah. I need to look more into that. I wish but, I would have got the cask-strength version. So there, version the so there are way.
0: floaties in there, right? So you think that this one is probably non-chill filtered? Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, they could just be uh, going over to the wood chipper and just throwing a little bit of oak in there to fool you, but there's, there's little floaties. <laughs> hey, there is a fucking market for and forging fucking what. booze.
4: And I'll tell you what, you're, the only place you'll get a bottle of it is in Ireland. <laughs> In my store. At this very moment. (laughs) At this moment in time. Limited time only.
3: Spoken (laughs) like a true Irishman.
4: (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. Shifty little bastards.
3: Wow. I didn't know that actually
4: about the the whole. uh, So, again, just so I understand this, so it's whether it's the whole process is done cold versus what? Hot or what? Don't oh, know. He started it. Oh, I was going to lean on you.
0: What? Oh, <laughs> you're <laughs> So I, fools. Haven't, I haven't done enough studying on filtration stuff. I, yeah, I, I so. think
3: it's like a reverse osmosis process. And now, is that you, that, you can that's that's you learn now by now. holding the book to your head? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yep. Osmosis. Yeah, Yep.
3: Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's how that works. Sounds like a, I don't know, high pressure filters. I so, just...
1: non chill filters is a big selling point for American whiskey. A point of pride that's emblazoned on many bottles of bourbon, rye, and American single malt. Uh, But why is it bad? What does chill filtration actually do to whiskey? Uh, They're filtered before bottling to remove it. The fuck down. It kills their goodness (laughs) (laughs) to remove particulate matter from the barrel. Chill filtration is a more meticulous refining process. Usually performed to remove chemical compounds like fatty acids that can clump together at low temperatures. Did you say
2: fatty acids? Fatty acids? <laughs> fatty acids. <asses. laughs> oh, I'm sorry, are you talking to me? Creating a cloudiness or <laughs> haze <laughs> in the whiskey. You must be talking to me. Yes, I'm getting removed.
1: <laughs> now, this clumping is also called flocculation. I've had, oh had that God. term
0: before. Uh, I did that twice. Didn't today. you said clumping and flocculation and I like I, I, I flocculation.
1: The flock point, which is uh anything below forty six point or forty six percent ABV is you can get flocculation in it. So in order to play it safe, the whiskey is chilled and then run through a series of filters that eliminate these particles. So filters can be made of anything from paper to metal to earth. The type uses proprietary information and generally not disclosed by the distilleries.
3: Ah, trade secret. So, it's secrets. charcoal. Oh. So, chill.
1: Chill filtering prevents unsightly haze.
0: So, I, yeah, and I was doing this the other day. I was looking at some of my bottles, particularly I was looking at an Infinity bottle. I've been doing, and was, there's those little particles floating in there. And yeah, it's not particles of the wood necessarily, um, but fatty acids that just kind of lay stagnant. Acids. It'll, it'll happen. Journey.
4: Journey. Acids. Ernie. Journey Ernie, Journey Ernie, so they, acids. Because I thought
0: I acids. thought it was just going yeah, bad, so, so I looked band. it up, and they're like, "Nope, those little flakes that you might see—that the little white flakes—are fatty acids that have just kind of."
1: Just want to hang out together. And if you're at above forty six percent ABV, it it doesn't really matter because at that point there's no flocculation in that that occurs. If it's above forty six percent AB. pardon my
4: flocculate flocculant. Hey <laughs> honey, I'm flocculating. <laughs> I had cabbage.
1: <laughs> but but some people say that the chill filtration takes away the mouthfeel, you know, which is important to the senses when tasting the whiskey. So it makes it less it makes it thinner doing the chill filtration. And it does take away some of that fatty acids that that can deliver some of the taste. The fatty asses, <laughs> like you have, Ernie. I'm
2: right. yes. just... a pretty flat ass, actually.
3: Is that what adds <laughs> the flavor? Yeah. Some of it.
2: So yes. I'm almost 50, so I'm not going to be flaccolating much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you said anything above 46.8? 46% <laughs> ABV. The...
4: Oh. Yeah, that's oh. average Bernie age. You know, after hearing comments like that, I'm so glad that Ernie is the one who does all the calculating on this show.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so what do you guys
0: have? Uh, I have a calculator.
4: So red breast, what do y'all think? Oh, I can't remember. I can smell this shit all day. I think I've. I can't remember if I've had this one before um but uh, i i would put it very very close if not along the same lines of the Tillamore do um just based on i don't know this one seems a little more balanced it doesn't seem as uh <laughs> as uh, oh, well chris would said. like um but it, it it it's still good it's like it's I could sip this, and that's actually how I prefer to drink whiskey. I used to drink uh, whiskey sodas a lot. I don't really, you know, or we talked, you know, with ginger ale and things like that. Uh, But um, I like drinking whiskey neat, not shooting it per se, but just like, just, you know, just as a drink, maybe a glass of water on the side. I'm all (laughs) about the blue dolphins.
2: Take a shower, comb your hair. Yeah. Get ready for the day.
4: Yeah. You know, uh, well that's but neat. I I would actually, you know, kind of align the red breast with, like I said, the Tillamore Do I I find them both equally? This one enjoyable. seems enjoyable.
0: Drier to me though, a
4: right? little bit. Back a little bit. End, back yep. end
0: has more heat. Has, uh Dries out your mouth a little more. Like it's got a little bit more rye in the
1: mash bill or something. Or?
0: Well, so that's what I want <clears throat> to say, but we haven't looked up any mash bills, and I yeah, don't want to say I can't that. Find it. I don't want to say that it has any rye in it at all. I have no fucking idea. Just out of sheer curiosity, but that's, that's, but that's the feeling that I'm getting from it. You know, from my past experiences with things that have rye in it. Just out of sheer curiosity,
4: what's the price difference between these two? This one is sixty, sure, man? 60 sure what
1: ninety no nine. Ernie, what does it say in that bottle? Sixty what?
2: Sixty four ninety nine. Yeah. Versus
1: okay, that, the Telemordu is forty one ninety nine. Okay, and the sling so, was thirty two ninety
2: nine. I haven't tried this yet, but back to the aroma, it's very butterscotch, very sweet, very little of that alcohol burning. See, I aroma, I get wood. I get. <laughs> I bet you do
3: all
0: the time. <laughs> it's uncontrollable, and then I just mash into things. But no, I get a lot of that. And then oak. you get a mash bill. I get a lot of oakiness. <laughs> yeah, uh, mash, uh, mash you and your bill, <laughs> but. <laughs> I get like a lot of oakiness and, uh, and um, dryness from this one. I don't pick up a lot of that butterscotch or
4: caramel. It's so. kind of scotchy, like a scotch I'd, a little bit. I disagree.
3: No, I I, I think there's- Oh, no, you bur- can claim oh, that yeah, you guys no, 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 know. Uh, oh, every wow. man's opinion, but uh, like I, I kind of agree with-, uh, with It's a, that
4: dry thing. It's not, I mean, a scotch is different. And, but it's reminiscent of that to me and it, it's because of that dryness and also and, and this is something that I do get from uh, Irish whiskeys too does anybody get like kind of a peat sort of thing? more of a it? gym. oh a I Steve. see where you're going there yes yes <laughs> uh, that would be a no, <clears throat> oh. okay.
1: I think more As of that in... is the terroir of the grain that they're using in the mash bill
0: ah yes terroir. yes
1: oh. It's gonna be a little bit maybe less sweet than any of the grain that we
0: have or that we grow I just for get, our whiskeys. I get mostly toasted like I just get I get mostly oak and like toasty malt. You now
3: know, you just added way. a drop of water. What do you what is the same you, thing. Okay
4: just, except for worse. God you really love Doing this show don't you mm-hmm. <laughs> With all my heart actually You're like oh I don't know It just tastes like whiskey whatever
0: Well this one no I, I expected I don't know what I expected Out of Red Breast. I've heard lots of great Things about it More complexity and, uh, maybe But I don't maybe it's just me And uh, it's fucking hot In my mouth right now <laughs> <laughs> But but I uh, I don't get as much complexity off this one as I did the the Tolamardo. Um this one just seems hot. Um it's it's less smooth, as Ernie would say. But like
4: uh, you know I'm seeing these <laughs> sherry
0: undertones that you're supposed to be getting and the sherry should sweeten things up, and I don't get that from it.
4: No, not at all. I, I will I agree mean, with that. Maybe here, but not here. Ah. <laughs> Right about here. yeah, Or maybe it's over there. Ah, if you can only see where we were pointing. <laughs> right. Or if we were pointing at all. You know,
1: by just for just $3 a month, <laughs> you
4: can donate to our
1: Patreon <laughs> <laughs> so we can afford a camera so you guys can see what the hell it is we're doing.
2: Give, Sneak uh, it, in there, somebody just just, s- it in there.
0: Somebody just send us an Evo camera and you can watch me <laughs> point at <it>. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> These are my toes. Did we already give numbers on no, this one No, let's yet? start a
4: number. Why don't you start it off? I will start it off. With the red breast, I think um, I'm, I'm going to deem it at a three and a half. Bigger, Uh A three.
0: Mm, now I'm getting a little more out of this. <laughs> no, I added a little drop of water, and I think that might have helped this one out. I it might have saved its life. I
4: disagree.
3: I get more sweetness on the nose now. How much water did you add? A couple drops or like a... Drop dropping a half.
4: Did you just spit in your glass? Is that what you was- did?
0: <laughs> 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 and, he has co- and
3: he has cotton mouth. So what I do
0: it did was- it the wrong way. <laughs> what I did is I I had Tucker uh, run his finger through my mouth. and then Oh, okay, yeah.
3: Again, if you had a camera, you'd have caught this.
0: The subtleties of drinking.
1: You can also donate more than $3 a month if you so desire.
3: Because,
4: yeah, we really just sweetened the pot for them right there. Dude, our OnlyFans right. is going to be
2: nasty. I'll show pictures of my feet. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, check out my new, used socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, people can see my podcast pants.
0: I think this Red Breast, I think it's good. After I did drop a little bit of water in it, and, it, and let's be honest, I've been drinking a little bit. Um, it, it added a little more complexity and character to it. I would put it right up there with Tullamardu. I think I like Tullamardu a little bit more, but not .25 more. So tie it up. Tie me up. Well, which You it would do be you a 3.75. No, I can't. Okay. Four?
4: <laughs> yep. Wow. were you just bargaining with him? Like, no, I can't go. I, can't I was go that giving high. Giving him options. <laughs> like, this is this is my price range. This is what I'm looking for.
0: I think four's good.
4: <laughs> All right,
3: Tucker, what do you got, buddy? I got three seven five. Three seven five. I feel like I'm sweating like Mike Tyson in a spelling bee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <What> the? <laughs> They're asking me to spell stuff and I don't know what I'm doing here. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, like, the guy spells the <laughs> of the, I
4: thought, a- it, I thought it was pronounced T. He. t-, he. t- <laughs> um, Sorry. I don't want to spell And when I was a kid, they thought I was dyslexic because I thought it was One Nation underdog. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Hey, Ben, what do you got for a <laughs>
4: Uh, I, th- I thought I already gave it. Didn't <laughs> you I? did. Which yeah, was I did. 3.5. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I gave it a 3.5, and, and hopefully no cease and desist orders from Mike Tyson will be received to your mailbox. <laughs> so I
1: pr- I, that would be great.
3: I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll steal his ti- we'll tiger. <laughs> <laughs> what if he shows up at your door?
4: Oh, he doesn't know where I live. Or does he? he where I, he'll know where I live.
3: Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't need that shit. And then he'll you'll know where I live. You'll get to
3: fight Mike Tyson. Dude, you, you That'll know That'll
1: be the quickest thing you'll ever see. Go ahead, Ernie. Even
0: at his advanced age, he would knock me out in a fucking half a second. One punch. Roy Jones Jr. looked bad in that fight, but Mike Tyson could still knock you out in a half a second, man. Anyway, next. I'd do
2: it for, <laughs> I'd do it for a million dollars. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd let him punch in me the face. for a million Yeah. So the average for uh red breath <laughs> so the average for red breath single pot still twelve years, <laughs> thank you is three point five six two five so I think we're going the wrong way, guys. <laughs> Which way are we going? <laughs> I have a feeling this next one is not going to be much better for me. Dude. Okay. Am I going to hate this okay. one, Chris? You might.
1: Yeah. So this is going to be more immediately, scotchy.
3: Oh, man. So this Tucker brought this one, right? I did, Correct. yes. How much was this bottle? I think it was 40, 45 at Bridgeview. In the end of the microphone this time? Oh, yes. <laughs> it was uh, about 40, 45 at Bridgeview in Moorhead. And okay. was this one is of those? Is that the temperature? Huh? What? Huh? No, the price. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Dollars, Canadian pesos. <sighs> Canadian pesos. Uh, but was this one of those that that you were told that you could only get in Ireland?
3: Yes, I was duped for a third time. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> every fucking Irish. From the <laughs> Irish Whiskey Museum in laughing. Dublin, they told me I could not get this in the U.S. Okay, and, and I, I've got is. a
4: theory going because not to knock anything against you, you seem like a nice guy. Even though we've just met, you're very, you know, you're just a nice guy, right? But is it, are you just like, did you come across as a target for like. <laughs> For Irish shysters, he just, I, he's walking
0: around with his gullible. money in hands. <laughs> <laughs> he just got like seven hundred dollars
4: in hams. <laughs> he, he's, he's got you, one of those money like, guns.
0: What can I get for this, man? I can't get from another place <laughs> for monies.
4: And you've gone multiple times, so I'm just picturing like all these guys in Ireland who own liquor stores, and they're like, "Oh, Dude,
0: he's, <laughs> he's coming back." They pick him up at the airport. <laughs> oh, welcome! We <laughs> with, with a bottle of Jameson, and they're like. Uh, Ah, oh, you probably never had this one, have you?
3: <laughs> My pictures of the in the like stock yes. room of every like, store there.
0: <laughs> He'll buy anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, right. C- Tucker. The internet is a wonderful thing. You can easily look up things that you can get at any local Everybody place. Everybody knows the internet store. doesn't
0: work in Ireland. <laughs>
4: So one thing, I just took a whiff of this. It and smells awesome. Well, I was, ah. I'm, I'm cheating a little bit. I'm looking at Knox's computer here and so this, looking at yep. the taste. It says smoke and slightly sweet. But just taking a whiff of it, I can definitely smell the smoke.
2: So
0: this so is so it's peat.
4: Yeah, right. You're smelling peat. Yeah,
2: not Jim. So I wrote down smells like moldy, smoky dirt. That so that's peat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not, yeah, he's a son of a bitch. Not okay. to be confused with Jim. So from WestCorkDistillers.com, Pete Charred Cask. This is triple distilled, single malt Irish whiskey. is matured in sherry casks. So again, with the sherry on this one.
0: Again, with sherry. Oh,
5: and then sherry. <laughs> oh, <hold up.
0: laughs>
4: that didn't sound like the Four Seasons at all. <laughs>
2: You guys nope, both just get a winter point. and spring. Put it in <laughs> between there. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> you guys both get a point for that one. All right, so uh, single malt Irish whiskey is matured in sherry casks and then finished in peat charred casks for a further four to six months.
4: It smells like liquid smoke.
1: The peat is harvested from the local boglands of Glen Gareth. Aroma is slightly sweet with dried fruit.
2: Right. Um, this
4: is
1: 43% ABV.
2: Maybe a little bit of fruit in that
3: aroma. I'm trying to find it. You got to waft through the fog. I don't think it's. uh, I I don't think it's like a Lafroig or an Arbeg or you Mm. know a Lagavulin. Like it's definitely an Irish whiskey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, You're throwing a a lot of odd words uh, out there. You're
0: not getting brininess and all those other things that you get, and you're not getting the Scotch notes because it's not a Scotch. But
3: yeah, it's like a. But there's
0: a little smoke, and you know it's very light on the fruit,
3: but.
4: I just took a sip and it's it's very very different on the taste than it is the aroma because the website said that smoke was on the taste. I beg to differ. I think the smoke is on the aroma much more than the taste. No, it's yeah. This one's interesting. I've never had this before. This is really good. uh, Really, this is really fun. I tend to like Yeah, it is. Think You're- that
1: these smokier non scotches tend to be more interesting to me. Like oh. like this one, the like that's smokier but it's not a scotch. And I- there's smoke wagon.
0: That's also another one There's sure, lots of people talk about. It. I've never tried it. But. Mm-hmm. Chris, you, you know is that, that food truck? No. Smokey wagon. <laughs> Come on down to the spot! Smoke- and get your smokes. <laughs> it's just like all we got, smoked meat, smoked cigarettes. Yep, they're already smoked.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so just the butts. Yeah, like a pork butt. All you right, smoke give me
4: that too. Give me a bag of butts, Marge. <laughs> yeah. All right, no, but Chris, I was gonna say the one thing, and I think we both have an affinity for the. <laughs> yeah, give me some fire. Um, and I really like it on this because the peat mm-hmm. comes out of that—that that earthy flavor. Yeah. and I love that That's earthy and
0: smoked yes. and uh, simply delicious
4: yeah oh my gosh this is wow I'm glad we saved this one for last cause this kind of this I think really this is, surprised me
0: I think this is head and shoulders better than everything else we've had but I, it's also because I'm a scotch drinker and I like peated stuff yeah right Um. you know there's a, this underlying sweetness of like burnt caramel Uh, smoked caramel uh, that just kind of stays the whole time but there's also little bits of other things going on that i can't pinpoint chocolate maybe a little bit um oak but fucking fantastic
4: and i'm so glad that we met tucker because now we know for a fact that we can get it here in the states and (laughs) and those lying (laughs) bastards in ireland we don't have to worry about that um is there mint i don't know
2: Something, uh, there's
0: something that makes my way tongue at the tingle. End, yeah, right, yeah.
2: Like right at the very top, middle of the tongue. Once you said that, this is fun. This is a fun. So, is a fun yeah. show. So, would you guys say <laughs> this is a heavily peated taste? Um, not heavily. No.
3: no. Okay. No. It's not like an octomore, but for an Irish whiskey, yes. It's not like a what? for an
4: Irish whiskey.
3: Why is my nephew saying all these? Octomore. Octomore. I, this is
0: Octomore is the whiskey I told you to buy. Oh, okay. You said you wanted to spend a couple hundred bucks on a whiskey.
3: Octomore.
1: That's a peated uh, Irish whiskey, but right? you wouldn't yeah,
3: like I, it. I think it's the most peated. <laughs> in fact, like because that Octomore
1: Eight, I think has been
0: talked yeah. about in
3: the. Isn't that redundant? Lots of Octomores. Yeah. There's a few different versions,
4: but anything Octomore is going to be really peated. Yeah, just don't get that one that says Octomom. Cause that's, yeah, that's,
5: <laughs>
0: dude, that, dude, she's just bitchy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> was that his point or that mine? Was your point. Okay,
0: <laughs> good.
2: Yes. <laughs> but my lips tingle anyway. And I, and I asked that because this is pretty good. I like this. No, this is fantastic right away. Yes. <clears throat> um, I agree. I agree with Ben when he said it doesn't really taste like it smells because it smells like, like I said, it smells like moldy, smoky dirt. I got liquid smoke right up my nose. And I usually don't like to drink uh, moldy, smoky dirt. Neither do I. Typically, yeah, maybe Saturday night if it's late. Yeah,
4: I can see that.
2: But when I taste it, I I get like a sweetness coming through, that butterscotch, that caramel, kind of burnt caramel. And then I get a little bit of that peat comes through, and that kind of lingers for a while, but it's not overwhelming. And then it kind of ends like a dry sweetness again. And tingly. And it, yeah, it kind of numbs my tongue.
0: Parts of my lips and tongue and cheeks this is, are.
2: I could spend it uh, That's why you, I asked, is this like a light Pete, medium Pete, or a high Pete? Because maybe it's. <laughs> hi, Pete! Hi.
4: <laughs> hey, how are you?
2: Thanks for coming over.
4: Oh, you're welcome. It's feel, great to be here.
0: I feel like this is just enough Pete. Yeah. <laughs> He leaves when he's redundant and everything.
2: This I, is okay. I yeah. didn't sign up for this shit. I, no, I really,
0: okay, I really, really enjoy this. Whiskey. Are we ready to put numbers? Well, no. Yeah. Is so.
2: Where on the peatness scale is this?
0: Ooh. It's a weird thing to.
2: Do I Can't get a fucking answer. Uh, you can't. a fucking suck. answer. I finally find a PD whiskey that I like, and you can't tell me from either. a you zero have a measurement through, it, you can do it from
0: it, a zero okay, through five. Okay, well, where's the fucking measurement? I, I don't know that he's got the computer. Five would just be. over half ish, Pete.
1: I'm so sorry. So half I, would be like an Isla,
0: like a Ard bag or a. But so those are totally different too, though. Like, yeah, but that mean, would be like a five. That'd be like the most peaty and whiskey, no. right? Depends on which bag. Which one are you talking about? Oogadol? Wee Beastie? I mean, fuck. Fuck. I don't know. It's a hard <laughs> thing to describe. And if you're Irish-Canadian, I would, you fucking A. I would put this just over half PD. <laughs> All
3: right. Uh, no, I, um, I would agree. Like, I, I'd say okay. so. As somebody that's an Irish, Cheers, like, bud, yeah, okay. We're killing it over here. Love Isla guy.
4: And me, you even but. left your pedometer at home.
3: I don't know.
4: No, no, he's <laughs> no, he's still down there. I right? peed all over me. Oh, what? Well. <sighs> Nothing. With that said, numbers, we ready? Well, for the love of Pete, I'm going to give it a 5. A Out perfect 5? Yes. I am going to give it a perfect score. I very much enjoyed this for all the things we talked about. Just taking a whiff of it was is an experience in itself. The yeah. taste completely different. I had a little bit of water to it and that brought some things out this is something i I love it as is well i did too but i wanted to experience it what i'm going to say is this i could have a glass i could sit with a glass of this for an evening and enjoy myself even just one glass but it does remind you of a yeah god damn it's good ernie
2: um i said it's okay with water as well to me it didn't make a big difference not as good with well water. Right. Well, we'll
0: get burr, some of that
4: rest.
2: Um, oh, that was me. I gave it a 4.25.
1: <laughs> 4.25. All right. Yeah, yeah at, I'm giving look this. At a, look f- at me. Look at me. The four and a half all day.
0: That's great. This is great. And how much?
1: 45 bucks, he said. 40, and,
0: 45 bucks. And I don't have to fly to fucking Ireland like the liars said. <laughs> yeah, they, uh,
3: yeah. So you got,
0: this, <laughs> you got this at 99 yeah. Bottles or a Bridgeview?
3: Um, I think Bridgeview has it. 99 okay. Bottles, actually, if I if I can plug my... There's mobile. a microphone in front of you, too. Yes, yes. Uh, they they do have the other whiskey that I got duped on, which was the Peated Connemara 12, which is just a... I think it's a little bit similar to what we're trying now, but it's a little bit like less peaty. Yeah. Um, with that said, I'm gonna give it a like a, a four seven five. I think it's really good. I'm a yeah. I'm a Pete guy, so this is great shit. I'm fucking surprised as hell. Would you He's say surprised. Tucker that you're pro Pete? I I am pro Pete. You're pro Pete. Uh, Lefroig is like sure. my favorite distillery. So and an, anything and everything from there yeah. And but oh, should he actually, be in the
2: oh. Pete Hall of Fame? Where, ah. What distillery? Lafroye. Uh,
3: Lafroye. Oh yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, is that yeah. in Wisconsin?
3: Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't know several thousand miles the to the West. Yeah, haven't you ever you been to Lafroy,
4: Wisconsin? We've got Irish cheese curds up what? there in no. the
2: Uppers. <laughs> <desserts. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
4: Go
1: ahead, Bigger, and what's, <clears throat> what's the average on this?
4: Well,
2: thing? damn. So you heard those numbers. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, the, who the winner is. But the average for the West Cork single malt peat charred cask uh, is 4.625. Yeah, this is Boom. this is
0: fucking excellent. Yes. I mean, I'm I, in danger. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I like all of these a lot. I do. I thought they I thought they all brought something really cool to the table, but holy shit West Cork is just <laughs>
2: another level. Uh and who brought this Oh, this is Tucker one. did. I did.
0: Is this well, the one are that... you gonna try and take fucking credit for <clears throat> no. this somehow?
2: No, is this the one that Tucker left here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yep, here. yep, sure yeah. is. All right, I'm actually pouring me another little glass of oh, this Jeez. West Cork. So yeah, if the you're winner, lying. the winner oh, is oh, West absolutely. Cork. What was the
1: what was the margin on that?
2: Four point six two five
1: and down to what?
0: Three point eight seven five. So that's point eight uh, difference. Here's one thing we're going to have to dig into someday. A lot of bourbon drinkers really love overproof stuff, right? Mm-hmm. More bang for your buck or something like that. It's I don't I don't funny. know why. And then they don't like to put water in it. You know, a lot of people like to drink them straight. But goddamn scotch has got it figured out. A lot of scotches and then these Irish whiskeys. 43% alcohol. That's what this West Cork is. That's a good fucking number. I think 43% alcohol is like... It doesn't burn too much, and you get all the great flavors and stuff. And I don't know, I I'm I enjoy things at that forty to fifty percent. Wasn't
1: wasn't eighty six proof like the cutoff at some point to be like a, a certain bourbon or or certain whiskey like it had to be a certain proof, and then it
0: eventually it got dropped down from eighty six to eighty.
1: I'm not. I'm I did not read some history on bourbons about that or whiskeys. I think.
0: Well, it's weird, and we've told it before. Mm-hmm. Booker No had that uh, his. His idea was 35% alcohol should be where you drink it at, right? Whether Wherever it's bottled, drink at 35%. You
4: get more of the shit out of it, but I don't know. Well, I almost, I've got a better tongue than him. I'm going to have to actually. I never <laughs> thought I would say this in my entire life, Christopher, but I do agree with you. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, the one thing sense. about whiskeys and, and scotches as well, and I've kind of talked about this on the show is, I I went through the years where it was just like I'm just going to take shots of this until I'm fucking rat faced, mm. you know. I did that part of my life. Rat-faced. Now, I'm uh rat pussy. yep, <laughs> yep, just a lot, just honestly in my <laughs> did 20s you hear that? in sorry. my 20s Ernie, I was swimming in rat pussy if if you want to know. No, I wasn't. Um uh, but uh but now the 1920s you know, That's right. He wasn't
0: swimming. He was doing, you know, floating
4: mostly. (laughs) I was doing the backstroke like nobody's business. (laughs) Esther Williams had nothing on me. Uh, But now I just, I I do. I've reached that point in my life where I like to uh, experience a cocktail. Yeah. And there's so much that you can do. And I think you're right as far as that cutoff mark. Because you said, what, about 43?
0: 43, 46, that are you know, 40 yeah. to 50%. I like a lot um, without having to do anything with it. Yeah,
4: you have to you do know? very little, if anything. No water, no nothing. Just drink it neat. But you, and, you and, have and that you get, opportunity. You, that experience. you have that opportunity if you wanted to add a little bit of water, maybe a, an ice cube Sh- if you want to go crazy. Sure. But I don't know. I, yeah, I, yep. That's so well said, (laughs) and it came to a
0: great point. That's That's what I do.
1: (laughs) So when when looking this up, he was, he was really uh, wanting to discuss what the Kentucky chew was, and that's how you taste the flavor. You hold your mouth closed on the bourbon for a little bit, taste all the flavors, let it, let the burn kind of seep down the back of the, of the throat. throat, and then kind of do that. ASMR bullshit with your mouth and kind of spread it around. Yeah.
2: And hates it when I do that. Hates that. <laughs> and done. Ben does Dallas. <laughs> oh,
4: yes, because my career isn't tarnished enough. Oh, yeah.
2: All right. Uh, yeah. I'm, so I'm really surprised about this Petey West Cork. That that was kind of a surprise. This was the one I was like, oh, yep, this is the one that's going to be that one. I'm glad we and saved
4: now. it until the This was end.
2: my favorite one of the evening.
0: Afternoon.
4: Yes. Good morning, <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
2: And I'm, and good and morning. I'm kind yeah. of surprised that the uh, Smithwicks, oh, whoops, oh. Smithwicks, motherfucker,
4: <laughs> was eh, my favorite. What Dale. was the top on the beers again? I can't remember. Smittix. Smittix. Yeah. 41875. No. They got a good product. They've had Actually it for a long time. Actually, wasn't it a tie? Yes, with uh, Swing <laughs> Barrel. <laughs> well,
2: yeah? Uh,
0: 41875. Thank, thanks. We've had at least four or five winners today.
4: <laughs> Everybody won a lot of stuff. We're all winners. We all get a
2: precipitation. precipitation Here's your card. <laughs> what's interesting
1: What's interesting to note,
0: guys, yes.
1: is that the last two times we had Swing Barrel on, their beer won that episode. Because the Cheater Hops won the West Coast I- Dude, or New England IPA stuff.
2: It's because Swing and- Barrel is doing really good stuff. And people you are going to say, oh, they're only Swing Barrel because they're local. No. Yes, they're local, but fuck, they got good beer. Mm-hmm. So does... Drum I re- so I, I refuse. Fucking Icewind has some good beers.
4: Well, and you guys know this about the breweries in that industry. It's not so much about who's the best, but it's there, there's kind of a. That's eh, kind of about. It is, but <clears throat> as far as you talk to those guys, they help each other out. They're like, Absolutely. you know, they're yes, all about. Th- th- if anybody that they want to take over, if anybody they want to be better than, it's like Coors. And oh, yeah. Budweiser, AB those are ben the guys. Ben. Those are the guys that they want to be better than. They're fellow competition right in town. They're like they not They're just part of the neighborhood. So you know, uh, it's friendly competition.
0: Yeah, and I don't think they're trying to take down InBev because not one of them is making a lager. <laughs> with no taste. But, <laughs> no, a, I'm just teasing. There's but, lots of them making lagers and they're doing a fucking bang up job. <laughs> I. I love our local breweries. Oh I yeah, absolutely do. And swing. Th- this just goes to show you. You know, when you bring out Smittix and you bring up Boulevard, and then you bring out DCR and Swing Barrel, they're making shit that's fucking. You tasty. can compare it to the big guys. Yes. fucking. Ta- they're it's on the be- same level. It's beating them. You're paying more for it,
2: and here's why.
0: Because it's fucking better.
2: <laughs> here's just here's just a thought, and I'm I'm being serious. Do you think part of it is because. The local breweries are b- brewing water that we grew up with. We're used to it, and that's what our flavor palette is kind of more used to.
1: Possibly, it's I possible. Mean, Did you? Just I
2: think water you know, has something to do so with it. it.
1: Has a lot to do with it. Maybe. Not. I beer a, what taste. is I don't know what it? What that word
2: means Terroir. 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 Mark that off on your bingo cards. God love. Twice today. said it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you tied in so there's a little, Christopher there's a Guest one movie. <laughs> more Cowbell. Oh, I love so it. Is a, that was good, right? We'll yeah, take maybe good. take a little break. Ben will catch his breath. Oh, we're okay. good. And we have one, one more shot to do.
4: Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah two That's hours and
1: four it. minutes in, let's
2: take a
4: break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are that in town and they did that song uh Fairy Tale of New York by the pogues and they did both the parts and it was so fun because they're they're married, right? Yeah. And so you so hear the color colorable slut and drunk. <laughs> yes. And then she comes back and calls him a cheap lousy faggot. <laughs>
5: That's
4: so good. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Now that's sharing passion. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? That's what Irish music I think does. It just it it it, it takes everything that you don't want to talk about and and it puts you feel it right you can't. It puts it right up front. Oh, it
0: gets you drunk first.
4: Yes, it gets you drunk <laughs> first and then you're like, "Hey, I got a little Dutch courage. Now I'm going to tell you what I really think Why of you." Why would they call it Dutch courage if it's Irish whiskey? I don't know. I don't make well, up the rules. they like
0: to share with the Dutch.
4: Well, hey, <laughs> that's you know. Fair that's that's all right. So wait. So yeah, that was a good break we had there. I do yeah. like I do like saying "old slut and drunk." Old slut and drunk. It does roll off the tongue quite nicely, it's doesn't bu- it? It's a
0: beautiful song.
4: Is it? Oh yeah. Anybody that uh, is not familiar with the Pogues, the Pogues was actually a big influence to the little musical group that I was in, the Dirty Hurlers. Yeah. And uh also uh, if anybody remembers Tom Collins and the Whiskey Bandits.
0: I remember both of them.
4: Yeah, Tom Collins and the Whiskey Bandits was so ex- <laughs> so exclusive that we only did two shows and Chris has been to both. And uh that was He's fun. a super
2: fan.
0: He uh, was a
4: super fan.
0: Long time listener. first time caller
4: Uh, uh, always kept calling (laughs) always kept calling always kept calling we had to screen his calls I I couldn't get off he left so many voicemails that's what you do you just call people and just you know because you do the same thing to Andrea Anderson who's been on this show we've talked about it do I? yes we talked about all the 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 sad voicemails that you leave there remember (laughs) that? oh I remember that line (laughs) 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 oh my gosh (laughs) i have too much fun on this show
1: so what what are we coming back to here now ernie you got a a new a surprise it looks like something very familiar
2: it's called an irish apple shot this is a shot made with irish uh, i'm sorry jameson irish whiskey uh, apple pucker and cranberry juice so what's the ratio mixture I don't know. One to one to one. A bunch to
5: a, <laughs> a, a bit and a little
2: us.
4: It all depends on what kind of mood you're in. <laughs> right. Uh, equal parts. I would say so. this is like a downtown Fargo staple shot, though. If you walk into any bar, including the bar that's listed on my T-shirt right now, I'm going to give a shameless plug to my favorite bar in town, the first Irish bar in downtown Fargo, Duffy's. Duffy's. Tyler McLean is moving on from there.
0: And he's not just going on a vacation to Florida.
4: No, he's not. He's He's actually done. He's actually done.
0: Tyler used to every year
4: go, Well, I'd like to thank
0: everybody for coming (laughs) and support me (laughs) on on, on social media. That's what he would do. yeah. And and he'd thank everybody for supporting him as a Duffy's bartender. Because he was quitting his job, but he really just go, just go on vacation. He was just bullshitting Then he'd come everybody. back. He did that for years and yes. years and years. And many people every year went, what? You're done there? And it's like, you fucking motherfuckers don't know shit. <laughs> 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 but now,
4: now He's it's actually for real.
0: done. And our good friend Travis, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Whiskey Dick, <laughs>
4: Travis, the angry R- little atheist Gilbertson. R- Richard Bourbon.
0: He, yeah, sh- there we go. There he shaved is. his head in the middle,
4: he gave himself a no hawk. He-, <laughs> he didn't give it to himself. Somebody no else ho- did. it was it was
0: Mani, I think.
4: No, it was Brandon.
0: Oh, Brandon. Well, Mommy helped him finish off the.
4: Well, yeah, he finished off, but the initial uh, clip was pretty. Anyway, this yeah. is
0: going nowhere quick.
4: No, it isn't. But uh, <laughs> no, it is. T- tying it back, I, th- I've i had a few Irish apples over oh, at Duffy's. Yeah. So yeah. Looking, at,
0: look, looking
1: it up online, it's two ounces of sour apple pucker, two ounces of Irish whiskey, and then fill with cranberry juice.
2: Yeah, so, c- close enough. You're one to one to Ah!
0: So your Ernie, one, to 1 to 1 is actually correct. I love you. it. Yeah. Ernie, your attention to detail is impeccable. So and we this did this with Jameson,
2: Jameson and right. uh sour apple pucker and then cranberry juice.
4: Right. And, and and people so, can look up as far as the the yeah. recipe quantities and things like that. But it is it's a, it, it's not a bad shot. I've had a few of these. So does anybody have any good like uh, cheerses? I was actually going to say, could I propose a toast? This was a toast that we used to do with the Dirty Hurlers. I think we should all propose a toast
0: if 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 anybody
4: knows one. Uh, I do know one. If I could start, I like to eat some toast. You like to eat some toast? Does anybody smell butter on it? Does anybody smell burning toast, or is that just me?
3: Are you having a seizure?
4: No, no, no. Don't worry. It's just a stroke. I'm fine.
0: (laughs) Way less.
3: It's all
4: on my left side, so I'm all right now
3: that's your drinking oh, hand from what I can see that
2: was that was a, that
4: horrible, was that for, was a horrible that was a horrible joke uh, yeah, yeah there's I nothing got
2: it right away and I'm laughing but yeah I got shouldn't.
1: one for you okay all right for each petal on the shamrock this brings a wish your way Good health good luck and happiness for today and every day.
4: There you go. Oh, that's not so bad. What do you got? Well, this was one that I'm stealing this from John Ryan, who uh, I co-founded the Dirty Hurlers with him. Uh, If anybody's looking for Irish music, I think you could still look that up on Amazon, and and we could make a few pennies off of it if you decide to download the one and only album that we ever uh, released. Uh, But at any rate, John would always, uh, in the middle of a show, uh, at a certain point usually after the first set when he was feeling loose he would do let's raise our glasses for a toast there are good ships and there are wood ships and there are ships that sail the seas but the best ships are friendship, ships and may they ever be
3: nice Tucker you got one? Oh, God. Uh, do me last. Do me last. Oh, I'll do whatever I, I fucking I thought want that to. was the start of the limerick. <laughs> do me last. Do me last. I'm a terrible This is a blast segue. from the
0: past. We used to do, like, uh, odd ones. I don't th- know that they're Irish, but it was like... Oh, I you! Oh, I wish all young girls were like pretty red frocks. Ah,
4: fuck! I wow, you're good at this. <laughs> I'm gonna read one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> may your troubles be less, and your blessings be more, and nothing but happiness come
4: through your door. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah.
3: If you're gonna fight, may you fight for a friend. If you're gonna drink, you might as well drink with us. Ah, yeah. That's a good one. That's all like the, the kind of almost
4: pirity. You know, like, you know, hey, don't don't fuck with anybody else. Fuck I stole with it off
3: of somebody else's podcast. Well, I, so. everybody steals <laughs> stuff everywhere. You know,
4: Ernie, do you have a toast?
2: I ain't got shit.
4: You <laughs> <laughs> went space balls on that one.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm. <laughs> you just surprised me. I'm really surprised you even got that. <laughs> got him. <'em. laughs> ain't found shit.
0: Oh. Well, I tell man. you what, guys. Well, how about one more? Okay, good. One more. May you live as long as you want, and never want as long as you live. Uh, or I wish oh. all young girls were like pretty red foxes, and I was a tall grass that lapped up their boxes.
4: I know he said only one more But I want to share one That I remember From the Irish Rovers Who were a musical group uh, Around like the 60s if
0: That ain't dirty I don't want it Nope <laughs> Well okay no,
4: Yeah that kidding. was one of their Hit singles actually <laughs> It was Yeah They did that uh, But they, they always said It ain't uh,
5: dirty I don't want it Why would that be I An Irish man <laughs>
1: <laughs> We just gotta imagine a, a, a tin whistle In the background it's Exactly
4: here. We wouldn't have to
0: imagine if Ben would have prepared.
4: I I prepared just fine. (laughs) That part of my career fell by the wayside. But uh, they they had a toast. It was always, uh, may you be an hour in heaven before the devil knows you're dead. That's one of my favorites. I agree. So, <laughs> Slancha. Slant- well, we have our own saying.
5: Oh, fuck yeah.
4: Uh, oh, hold on. <laughs> All right, before you run out on the show, I want to do one quick plug Go for, um, it. for my good friend. Uh, when's this episode going to air? My
0: good air? friend Alistair.
4: Is this going to um, air before St. Patrick's Week. Day? Yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, the downtown Fargo St. Patrick's Day parade is still going to happen Ooh. this year, and they're going to take precautions because of the COVID and everything else. And all floats need to be six feet apart. All of them, all of them. <laughs> uh, and the one Anywhere thing I wear masks. The one thing I wanted to plug is my good friend uh, from KFGO, uh, Jack Sunday. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Is, oh yeah,
4: Jack. Jack Sunday is the Grand Marshal. Of the St. Patrick's Day parade in downtown Fargo for 2021, and I am so proud to be able to say that because it's going to be so much fun, and I'm so happy for Jack. I uh, love
0: Jack. Jack's Jack Sunday a good man.
4: is he, he's a legend as far as radio guys, and uh, and, and so and this
0: one's to Jack.
4: Then. This is to Jack. So thank you.
1: Yes. So so why you guys got those up in the air? You go ahead and take them down. But this has been a Predicated Productions episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. For more information, head over to Brews, Booze, and Reviews dot com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com dot slash boo, Brews, Booze, and Reviews. <laughs> this is a really long cheers. Yep. For just $3 a month, you get two last call episodes. More content coming soon. You can also click the link at the bottom of our episode description and donate to help with production costs and adult beverages to review for you. Also, stop by the Facebook group pages Beer People, Prairie Home Burbers Companion, and North Dakota Bourbon Drinkers and show <laughs> some support. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners and neighbors, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say,
4: Read made- the bored and don't fuck it up
5: or <laughs> <made> it up. <laughs>
1: And the board says, may your glasses be full and your spirits high.
4: Cheers. Cilantro. This
1: is the best fucking ending ever. This is
3: great.